listening to a cool truth podcast production. Alright, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? AEW Fighter Fest, in place of Dynamite, or it's part of Dynamite, a little confusing, but here we are, Cool Truth, and we are live on Cool Truth Podcast Productions, and if you're listening on uh, Retromania Wrestling podcast, obviously it's not live, but uh, we welcome you all. With me, the one and only Mr. Whitehouse. What's up, brother? What is up, live? This is awesome. Very excited. And another guest with us tonight, or another co-host, I should say. The one and only, Blading for Truth, Hollywood, Edwards. He's furloughed, so we got him again. They're not really writing much in Hollywood right now. <laughs> What's up, my brother? What's up, brothers and sisters? What's up? Live on the cool truth. Look at this. Love it for some and, AEW. And we got a brothers and sisters. Brothers and I love when you do Yeah, that. look at Dude, you, brothers get, Hold on. Give, give, it, give it to us again. Brothers and sisters. It's been a while since I did that. <laughs> oh, I love it. It has been a while. It's been since the YouTube channel, huh? Yeah. And I, I commend you for leaving that platform by the way thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go I we gotta deal with <laughs> yeah dude i don't blame you hey listen i'm shadow banned on twitter so i mean i must be doing something right <laughs> <laughs> um so we got fighter fest uh will we uh we'll do our review uh we'll try to preview uh what's in store for next week i mean we obviously there's a monkey wrench has been thrown in the plans here which i mean 2020 it's uh you know Chinese Corona Wuhan COVID nineteen virus time, so yeah, monkey wrenches get thrown into program all the time apparently. But here we are. Um, we did get the uh, five matches expected for tonight, and we'll get into next week after we break it down for you guys a little bit. But uh, White House, I'll start with you. Overall thoughts on uh, night one of Fighter Fest. Ah. Uh. On top of my head, better than what we were, dis- were what we discussed on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, of the two nights, honestly, when you look at it, this one was eh. Week two was the one that really like okay, yeah. But all in all, I thought if you look at the last four, let's look at the last four dynamites as a whole. I thought when you look at it, this one. You know, not only because it was Fighter Fest, maybe it was because of that. This one was the best one in the last month. Um, so I, I, you know, seven and a half, eight ish, but uh, I enjoyed it. I just, you know, have a couple things that I would have, as we discussed in our thread, we'll, I'm sure we'll get here, mm-hmm. that I would have done the, you know, that I didn't like. But all in all, seven and a half, eight, I mean, I think it's definitely better than what we saw in the last two, three weeks, to be honest with you. You got a lot of wrestling, uh, which is good. Um, 
And uh, I'm not so sure you got so many surprises, but there was a there's a few little things tucked in there. Uh, Edwards, Hollywood, Blending for Truth, your thoughts? Uh, my initial overall thoughts. Um, I got to say, I was pretty pumped to watch this all week. Yeah. And when it came down to it, I I liked it. However, I think I overhyped myself because, man, I don't know about you guys, but maybe maybe around nine fifteen, it started feeling like a regular episode of Dynamite, and then which we'll get to when they made the big announcement for next week, which is moved to two weeks from now. That really took the wind out of my sails. And overall, I think the, I thought the matches were good. But again, I felt like I started up high, and I just dropped as the show continued to continue on. Yeah. I can uh, see that. I can yeah, see that. Yeah, absolutely. I, um... I think I got a little bit of that too because I think you're you're expecting night two to be kind of like you're almost like you're it's an ascending thing. Uh, I personally would have had Cody close out. That's what that's this what night. I'm telling you. Um, I, and I agree. I, yeah, there's another yeah. big one for me, and I like Jericho on commentary. I actually love Jericho on commentary. I would be, I mean, not that I want to take him out of his present role either. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind my commentary all the time. The one thing about it, though, is four-man booth, it just, it's just too much. It's, it's too much. Um, and he's very dominant in that role. So my, to me, if, if it's not him and Tony or him and JR, I wouldn't do it again. Because I feel like it was Jericho and everybody else was lost in the sauce on that uh, um, commentary yeah, I, aspect. I, I, thought, I thought, for me, I thought it was... It's Jericho and Tony, and everybody else is lost in the sauce. Give me Jericho. If you want to do Jericho, just give me Jericho and Tony. Because those two, their chemistry, they're tit for tat. They go back and forth, and they're pander. They set each other up. I I can listen to those two all day. Alex Caliber gets lost in the sauce, and JR is JR. No, I'm not... I was I was open with Excalibur, but I, I'm not digging it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I, I'm not digging it. And, you know, I think he tries too hard. He gives too much, and he's that nerd in the locker room that you just want to hang on the, just want to throw in the locker room. You know, on on, on on that hook by his boxers. You know, that's just what Excalibur reminds me of. I just. Bro, just, wait, just, bro, bro, we're know, gonna get not, we're gonna get canceled. Uh, we're gonna get canceled there. You, you get out of locker room culture in 2020. What are you doing, you racist <laughs> bigot? How dare you hang somebody in a locker? <laughs> you probably don't wear a mask either, you grandma killer. Fuck. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, it was. It's it's just. I mean, it's a tough go all around. I, I'm I'm not. In, I, we talk about it every week. It seems like I'm not in love with the commentary anyway. I, I Tony, I am though. To, no, to, Tony, I am. No, Tony's He's the good. Only one that makes sense there. He Tony, really does. Yeah, listen, if they did Tony and Jericho all the time, I would not be upset about it. Um, oh, and and I kind of feel like. I mean, before we get into actual matches, I don't know how you guys feel, and you you know you guys jump in here. Um, it kind of feels like the inner circle is kind of like going away here. 
Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, un- understatement of the night already, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got. I got to. I got to say too. Before we get going here, I know it was uh, Canada Day or whatever it is, and I, I want to wish everybody a happy Canada Day. And we, you know, you're welcome for your freedom. We we <laughs> we've done great things for you. <laughs> Happy Canada. <laughs> Canada Day. You're, you're welcome. You'd be speaking Russian or Chinese if it was for the U.S., so you're welcome. <laughs> and, and when I start, I'll take it off. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help myself. I can't help myself. Oh, Cancel man. culture. <laughs> All right, we're just kidding. I love. I love. Can- I love oh, Canadian. I love Canadian. They. I love you guys. I really do. It's a joke. Yeah, don't be so fucking sensitive. I mean, last time I checked, our we don't have any listeners in Canada yet anyway. So if you're listening back, it's a oh, joke. Yeah. Please don't cancel us on this one comment. I'm going to make more of that offend you before, you know, my life's over. So you, you're, you'll learn to love me. <laughs> All right, where were we? Inner Circle, yes. Edwards, your thoughts yes, about the Inner Circle? <laughs> the death of the Inner Circle. Oh. oh, dude. Uh, yeah. Oh. Hey, I tell you what, you know, Jericho, I guess it was after the tag match. He said, uh, you know, we lost with Hager just lost. Santana and Ortiz just lost. I almost felt like not only is it the death, but I, I don't know, man. I'm getting the impression that maybe they're going to bust it up. Yeah, no, that's what that's what Jericho's I mean. Doing it. Yeah. Jericho's well, doing it. well here, here's some foreshadowing there. Well, yeah, here's exactly, but here's yeah, the thing. Exactly. If you're going to bust it up, he's the one that needs to bust it up, number one. Yeah. yeah. And if you're going to bust it up, um, given all the circumstances, all yeah, right. Sammy, too. Sammy's in sensitivity. Yeah, that's a huge. God knows how long, too. I, that's, <laughs> oh, I know. boy. <laughs> Who knows? We, we might never see him again. Sammy Guevara mm-hmm. might be sent to, like, a, you know, a re- re-education camp somewhere. Who knows? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's number two. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, stand. Man, I'm, I'm tired of it tonight, <laughs> Oh, listen, I got a lot of ammo today. I got a lot of ammo. I got a lot of ammo. Listen, I have more ammo than I could fit into a uh, magazine in the state of Connecticut tonight, all right? So we're 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 all good. Oh, we're, we're, vinegar tonight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> where were we? <laughs> no, anyway, I was saying, if you are going to break it up, wrestling story-wide, we'll get back on track here. Wrestling wise storyline. <laughs> um, Jericho is the guy that's got to break it up. At least tell the story oh, that's yeah. broken up. Yes. And I, I and looking back on this, we are literally going to look at the stadium stampede match as like the death of the inner circle indirectly. But it was like you know, I mean, I, the Tyson fight was more about Jericho and Tyson. You know what I mean? So it's, it's almost like their last hurrah was the stadium stampede match. And who would have ever thought that? I would have never yeah. thought that coming out of that. Yeah. Like, we're, we're thinking of, okay, so they're all going to go on their separate ways. We'll get blood and guts, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get blood and guts at some point. I, mean, I guess we will. I mean, you know, maybe they could find a, you know, maybe they could go to Fighter Island and do it or something. Um, but... I, I don't know that inner circle is going to be part of it at this point. I think that might be they might be moving on from that. Uh, 
I think that's, I think if there's anything I got from tonight, just sitting here watching it, and the notes that I took, that was one of the things I said, I, I wrote down was, you know, death of inner circle, you know. And, and All right, so I wasn't the only one. Fe- I, yeah, it was, it was like very obvious. Even it when, ha- obvious. when Hager came, obvious. Hager came out in the inner circle shirt. Um, he's with his wife again, which it, which yeah, just magically yeah, appeared yeah. last week. You know, uh, it was just yeah, um, it was just kind of obvious. Uh, um, when did when did LAX become this comedy act? I mean, this um, goofy like. What I the mean, fuck is that? I guess I guess Santana's done a lot of that over to, or Ortiz, excuse me. Ortiz has kind of been that. I, I'm not so sure Santana has. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of down on both those teams right now. I, I'm more down on Private Party, but I'm down on LAX, and I'm not so sure it's their fault or Pride and Powerful, whatever they're calling them. Um, I just think it kind of coincides with this kind of half-assed situation we're kind of getting from AEW right now. Um, although, before we, get, before we get too down, let's get into the matches, because I thought... I thought personally that it got off to a very good start. Um, obviously, you had the tag match Luchasaurus and um, and Jungle Boy versus MJF and Wardlow, which you know we talked about on other shows. We were kind of in agreement where we'd rather see a rematch with yeah. you know uh, MJF and Jungle Boy and see the Luchasaurus Wardlow match on Fighter Fest. We didn't get that. We got the tag match. But I thought it was pretty good. I mean, MJF, MJF, and and Jungle Boy are they? There's they got whatever it is. I think whatever they have it together. They have, they have it, man. One they thing, really, I I I can't get enough of those two. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I'm not so I'm not so upset with them losing with Wardlow taking the pin because it's what I expected. And it, I think it's just playing to this idea that they're going to break up. Now, I have another thought about MJF, but before we do that, Edwards, your thoughts on the match, and then we'll get to White House. Yeah. All right. Well, first, I I loved how you that you guys have been talking about is MJF going to be the this generation's Ric Flair. Obviously, <laughs> the talent is there. Yeah. We we now see him come out tonight in the pink robe with mm-hmm. the pink gear. I popped. Because it gave me that too. impression. The, the robe. I'll tell you this: the robe. I, I didn't. The robe didn't catch me. It caught me. The pink gear with the cursive initials on yeah. the back. That's when I was like, "Oh, he's doing flair." And that's when I was like, right. "All right, here we go." And, and that it starts. You start spinning your wheels about that horseman thing with mm-hmm. spears with uh, FTR possibly. Um, which would make a lot of sense, and what a faction that could be, uh, especially with Tully involved, and who knows, maybe Arn gets involved at some point, who knows. Uh, but I, I think to get there, you have to get Wardlow and MJF separated, and the seeds have been planted for that. They've been, they were slightly planted coming into this. I think yep. him taking the pin, it wouldn't shock me if we get... Uh, a middle of the week promo cut on Wardlow by MJF. You lost me the match. I never lose. Yep. You lost the match, or maybe next week. Who knows? My so, two losses are because of you. 
Yeah. In tag team matches. Both his losses are in tag team matches. Yeah. He's yeah. undefeated on his own. Well, yeah. Well, he. Well, this was the first one with Wardlow. He lost the other one. I don't forget. I forget who he was tagging with. Oh, forget who it was. Yeah. Tagged. It was a three a six man or something like that. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just you lost me this match. I'm undefeated on my own. You know. He's a stud on a stick, too. He really is. He's, oh, my is. God, Absolutely. dude. Oh, my God. It's just, he's well beyond his years. And that's the thing with MJF. <laughs> True. He's well beyond his years. That, no, that that's what you call natural. Early 20s, man. You know, not, not, I mean, you know, I mean, I guess it's a little pun, but it's natural. You know, the natural. It, yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's very yes. natural. Nobody taught him that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he just has it. <laughs> Gets it, he gets yeah. it, and 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 when I look at Wardlow, I'm not gonna lie to you. When I look at Wardlow, one, I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Every week he's in the ring, he's getting better. But yep. when I look at Wardlow, he's a babyface man. Yeah, I in the ring. He I, has babyface written all over him. I, I think when he flexes and shit, I think he'd get a pop from the crowd. You may have to give him a mouthpiece or something along those give him, lines. Give him somebody, yeah. Give or him put him somebody. in a faction, a, a babyface faction or something. You might have to yeah. do that. But like you're saying, and almost like he's being presented, we're getting a big, strong, tough, but green talent. Which, being presented that way, I'm not so sure taking a pin here and there kills him. He he no, the, pin, no, the pins no, he's no, taken. I mean, he, yeah. he lost to Cody jumping off the top of a cage, and then he, and yeah. then he lost basically on a double team tonight. So it's yeah. not like he's like totally one hundred percent jobbing. And was the right way to do it. You know what I mean? It, 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 well, I totally it, it didn't shock me. I expected it. Right, right, and that's fine. And we don't need to be always surprised and. and but to get this, if we something like this to expect is you know we get what they're doing. We we understand in this in this particular storyline itself, we get it and we understand it. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, the, the, the getting the shock and all all the time. We don't need that. You know, and that. I, I was I was texting with other friends of mine tonight. And shout out Conda if you're listening. I think I think he might be in there. We got we actually have a couple. Uh, so shout out to you guys listening live. Thank you. Anyway, um, yes, we were tec- we were texting about it, and he didn't like the fact that Wardlow lost. And I understand that, it, you know, watching sporadic, the whole thing. But to me, and, the, and I texted this to him, like, I feel like this is for the greater good. You know, yes. if, if, if they go in this direction that we kind of been thinking that they're going, and kind of this way they're taking MJF, kind of this way they're taking Sean Spears, uh, maybe building a horseman type deal. Even if they don't, they're still building oh, MJF as a flare as a flare character. All separately, if you look at all of them separately, not to cut you off, AC, but if you look at them all separately, they're all fucking teasing it, man. Like, oh, absolutely. Something's, something's going on. Well, the annou- well the what catches me too is the announcers are backing up what they're teasing too. You know, yeah. Jr. Yeah. You know, Jr. Kind of talking about FTR being Arn and Tully. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, you know, last week uh, the glo- the Barry Windham glove with Tully. You know, yeah, man. MJF with the flare gear. You know, Windham had so, that thing loaded a couple times as a heel. I so, mean, you know what I mean? So, I'm actually gonna be I'm actually gonna be very disappointed if we don't get it now. 
Oh, I'm gonna cry. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna cry. I mean, I'll tell you what, too. That's gonna do. Old. You know what else that's gonna do for Wardlow too? If uh, your your buddy Conda there is upset, I mean, what is that gonna do for him if the four of them do get together under Tully, and the four of them gang on Wardlow to kick his ass out? It's gonna right. automatically turn him heel. It's gonna make him look, boom. Mm, you know, he's right, right there, right. and he's gonna have the ability to feud with any any of the four. Do do do, do Tully. Do, but do, do do Tully and Spears go to MJF and be like, you don't need this guy. You got us. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. There's so many mm-hmm. ways you could do it. I mean, there's so many ways you could get exactly. there. Um, yeah. You know who Wardlow reminds me of, too? Not this present day, but if you look at when when when, when uh, Devon brought him in, you know, Batista. I mean, when Batista went on his baby run before he left the quick first time and when he went heel and or, or that but you look at that baby face run he had when he beat uh, Triple H at Wrestlemania for his for one of those titles he had dude you what what a pop he was getting I mean this could be similar to that and what they're doing with Wardlow so it makes sense well if we ever see fans again yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just yeah. being an I'm being well, yeah. no but I, I I think part part of part of Wardlow becoming a baby is gonna it's gonna require some of those reactions too I I think I, I think I don't think I mean my guess is we're not the only ones who see this if you're watching every week but also having that live reaction kind of dictates some of that too so you know Wardlow taking a swing at MJF is going to that's that's an instant pop right there you know right. uh, cuz MJF obviously gets gets that heel and reaction him. right yeah that's you instant know. i mean cuz i mean you look at his ability the guy has the guy his size and doing what he's doing that Sinton bomb he did tonight mm. that was really impressive yeah you know what i mean yep. i mean he could have he could have undered that he could have overed that I mean, he hit that. He nailed it. And again, his thing, I like his chemistry right now with Luchasaurus. I mean, again, his size, what Luchasaurus could do at his size too. I mean, going over the top rope the way he did. I mean, I'm impressed with his athletic ability for his size. But Wardlow, I mean, I was like, eh, when I first saw this guy with his, you know, going, walking down the street with some hot chicken, all of a sudden he's beating up these thugs. I don't know what to expect. And then you put him with MJF. Uh, well, we'll see. But every time he's in the ring, I'm not trying to drop cliches, this or that, or anything else. He's getting better. So there is something there. And when I see him in the ring, I'm sorry, I just see a baby face. And so, I just uh, see that he could, you know, I just see a baby face written all over him, man. I, I, I think they could do something with him. There you and go. they the need baby faces, man. They need baby. Yeah, they do, big time. The other thing I liked about this match, too, was, and this is what drives me nuts about AEW, some of the matches are thrown together. We know it. Yeah. I don't know who books what and what their deal is. But when you look at this match, it was a great opener. Yeah. They, they took the time to build up Luchasaurus and Wardlow. They took the time to build up yeah. MJF and Jungle Boy. Then when you get them together in this match, they did the spot where they both did the double kick up, the kip up, and then Luchasaurus and Wardlow also did the kip up. That to me was storytelling at its finest in the yes. ring. Right, yes, right. I agree. I agree. 
And and then other other matches you watch and you're scratching your head like where did this even come from? <laughs> Clearly, not. well that, that they have they, they, well they got what, six like, hours six hours notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know it, it, the sports centric. Right. You know, it's like just right, stop. Right. You're pro wrestling. Just be fucking pro wrestling. Right. Um, uh, my boy, this my, was a good, this was a good opening match. We'll get, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give a, I gotta give a, yep, I gotta give a shout out to D Smitty. Uh, I believe he's listening. He's texting me, so he must be. Uh, he said, "All we need is all we need is Corny managing the group, which is obviously Cornette, Which I gave him a puking sign for that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you got there. I mean, if Tony wasn't there, now he, he's busting my balls because he knows I hate Cornette. <laughs> all right, oh, I listen, that motherfucker blocked me on Twitter. Right? He he blocked me on Twitter because oh, of right. probably because of White. Anyway, but it's not even my Probably. fault. It's white. It's White's fault. I, everybody that I'm blocked, everybody who's blocked me on Twitter has blocked me because of somebody else. CM Punk blocked me because of Troy Stevens. Uh, Corny blocked me because of White. JBL blocked me. I have no idea why. I, I don't even know why JBL blocked me. Maybe because I picked them to be a, a pedophile. Actually, wasn't he on the list? I think he was on the list. Anyway, I don't know about any list, but okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, do- in D. Smitty's defense, man, they would never hire Cornette. But if they did, <laughs> oh, no, they would never hire Cornette. The if, Bucks if would he managed kid. FTR, if he managed FTR, that would be mega heat for those guys. Oh, right? Man. Well, oh, that mean, is true. I mean, <laughs> he, you're not wrong about that. Right? You're, you're not. I mean, he's Jolton. I mean, of all the listen, listen. Volk Volk Wrestling is not hiring a guy who got fired for. What is considered a racist comment? Whether you think it is or not is rather here nor there. He got fired from his last job for a racist comment. In this climate, nobody's hiring Cornette. Oh, it was a bad joke. It was a real bad. Joke. It was, but it, it, it but, was fine. Yeah. Okay. Listen, Sammy Guevara just got suspended and sent to you know re-education well, camp right, for something right. he said four years ago. So Jim right, Cornette right. is not getting hired. Right. I know. I don't know. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I mean WWE just fired. Two guys from NXT UK. You know, I mean, Sammy G has a job because Sammy G's high on the pecking toll. If Sammy G wasn't as high on the pecking toll, my man was getting fired. Sorry. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, granted, <laughs> said it four years ago, but Sammy G still has a job because, you know, who he's aligned himself with. So. <laughs> So, uh, Smitty said he is listening and woke wrestling is trash. We agree with you, brother. We agree. Yeah, with you. Yes. Shout out totally D. Agree. Smitty. Shout out D. Smitty. There, there was a time where the wrestling business wanted to make money. It's not anymore. <laughs> Screw money. I literally was taking money. a sip. I almost spit it out because it's so true. It's so. It yeah, we don't. We, you know, they don't want to be. They don't want to be canceled. They don't want to be kicked off USA yep. or TNT it's or whatever else. And there's another. All right, we're, another, we're, yeah, I know. We're gonna we're gonna pandering. We're That's gonna go down. Is. We're gonna go down a path though if we stay on this course. So let's That's, get to the uh, women's title match. Uh, the ever loving, beautiful, and we'll, well, I'll choose my words wisely because I don't want to get I don't want to get canceled. Penelope Ford with her stooge fiance or whatever he is, Kip oh. Sabian. At, a, at her side, hang, 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 hang on. Let me set the stage. God damn it. Kip Sabian <laughs> versus Hiroki Shida, the AEW Women's Champion, who I still don't know what or who she is, but I will say this about her. She is a primetime player. She is a big match performer. Uh-huh. 
and uh-huh. I, th- I and I'm getting the sense that that's just what she is. She is Kenny Omega in New Japan. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You don't care about anything else she does, but on the big stage is where she's going to perform. And Penelope did well tonight as well, and obviously she's gorgeous. Uh, we got Kip Sabian kicked out of there early on. He comes back later, whatever, whatever. But all in all, we got one of, again, another very entertaining, very good women's championship match. And I'll eat crow a little bit on it. Although you and I picked the winner, we both kind of thought we were going to get kind of a blah, you know, throwaway women's title match. But we got a very good women's title match. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I know you're itching to go here. Oh, I am. This, this again proves what I said a month ago. I don't care that they're engaged outside of the wonderful world of professional wrestling. Get Saban off Penelope. Get Penelope on her own. I, I agree. Get Saban off. Get Sabian off Penelope. I agree. Get him off her. Get him. Well, right. You, you got a shot, brother. But and also, Doubtful. I said this to you guys tonight. And again, I'm not. I'm not saying she's exactly the same. But I look at similarities and and what they can build on. You know, I I I envision in this women's division, Penelope could be to this women's division what Trish Stratus was to that Divas shitty ass division. And I see similarities there. And I see the potential, that glass ceiling. And I see that she could be what what Trish was to that division, as long as they could try to get that Lita, which could be Sheeta, you don't know, maybe. But I'm telling you, I really, I really believe it, that they have three or four, and if they could add some more, that they could build on and actually have a really solid to better women's division than what it is now. And Penelope could be that type of Trish Stratus. She has that talent, man. I want to get get Edward's thoughts on this, but I will say this, though. The one thing about it is, though, it's it's very top-heavy with the pay-per-view match being good, and the rest of it is kind of dog shit. Uh, Edward, your thoughts? Uh, Sheeta, I'm coming around to Sheeta. I think I'm officially on board with Sheeta. However, all right, I could see what you're saying, Jim, about uh, Penelope. Yeah. I could see Trish Stratus. It's 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 fair, but she's not there yet. Okay, right. But I want to say specifically, I think as I was watching her tonight, I think Sheeta carried the match, and here's why. I think Penelope isn't as good as her move set that she's trying to display. I, that's fair. That's fair. I can I, I, I'm, I'm trying that's to fair. think of a way I, to say I, it. No, no, no. I, I, yeah, I, what, I, what do you need? You, you mean fair. like the gymnast, the gymnast stuff? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I, 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 okay. I think it's almost like she's not quite as good as what she's displayed. Like, I, there were a couple times in that match where she's doing the the bounce off the ropes and she's doing the cartwheels and shit, and she is just standing there waiting for her to hit the move. Mm-hmm. If she yeah. can get quicker at that, if she can get more athletic, more you know, you know, faster, like fluid, a Trish fluid, yeah. yeah, 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 fluid. Yeah, that's maybe, my only maybe gripe about it. you know maybe maybe we're a little too hard on Statlander. Maybe that's why her and Statlander kind of clashed. Where maybe it was both their timings were off. You know what maybe. I mean? 
It could be. No, it could be. I think. I think it's a fair criticism. Um, I also think that maybe, in her defense, I think she got put in a title match here because the other two top women's wrestlers that they wanted to put in this, you know, uh, Britt Baker, Statlander are both injured. So you know, maybe it's a little quick for her. But I, you know, I agree. Sheeta probably did carry the match. Um, and there's a couple things that Penelope's done the last few weeks that we call it like last week, turning her back, uh, when she was in the crowd, like after the match was over made zero sense to me. Um, they're, they're acting in in dialogue. Yeah. They're diet. Yes. They're perfect. Perfect way to explain it. When, when they're, when, when they're going back and forth verbally and she's just shaking her head and her mouth isn't moving. It's like, right. yeah, what, like, are you really talking shit, or is this, you know, like, oh, so this is, you know, we're, we're doing kayfabe right now. Okay, I see. This is what we're doing right now. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. But, I, but I, I, again, I think overall, I think the match delivered more than I expected going in, so I can live with it. You're talking about the second match on what is a pseudo pay per view, right? It's it's a pay per view, but it's not. We get it, but. It's it's supposed to be bigger than the regular dynamite, you know. So um, big spot title match, blah blah blah, the whole thing. Uh, they got obviously they got a, a few more minutes than the women's match has been getting since the last pay per view. So that was that was something there. Um, but can they do? And we've said this. Uh, it's just frustrating it's because I've been on this Sheeta train for a while now, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn and stuff that we'll do in about two two but i just want to see what they've put into Britt baker why can't they do at least half that for sheeta man so people more people will be invested in her i mean i don't know do we do we blame do we blame omega dude it's a tragedy i don't know who to blame you know you know you know i mean it's, it's annoying it's annoying at this at this point Given the fact that she does a V trigger, you know, seven times a match, why don't we just call it a V? Why don't we just call it a V trigger? It drives me crazy. It's the exact same knee that Kenny Omega throws. We know she's Little Miss Omega. Why not just present her as that? As like Kenny's female protege who's throwing V triggers. To me, it would make more sense for her to throw all those knees. You know. And it just personality that, door. that could be her shtick, so to speak. You know, maybe show her at the gym with Kenny. You know, or whatever. Then working on moves in a ring, something. You know, uh, anything. U.S. culture. You know, or just North American culture for that matter, because he's Canadian. I don't know, but something. Give us something. You gave us two minutes ago, a month ago, but since that. Nothing. Let her talk. Yeah, her English is broken a little bit, but let her just do something, so so people can start being invested in her. Because the 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 woman can go in the ring. I mean, they have something with her. So just, her her. It's just and that, a few that other piece. They're just not doing anything with her, and uh, it's uh, just it's just frustrating. The division overall is still. Leaves a lot to be desired. Uh, uh, of course, that's uh, you know that's we all know that. Two words, Tessa Blanchard. Yes, <sighs> please. Here, here. Make it happen. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Tom, get, get her in there. Tell her to fill it in. 
get, get her. Give get, her a check and have her fill it in. My my only my, it takes. my but my only fear with that is a does she want to wrestle guys? Which I think AEW would let her do it, and I'm, I'm not even that opposed to it. With Maybe some some of the talent they have, some of the talent, not all, some. Also, she could very easily wipe the division out, and then they will not have a challenger to beat her. <laughs> so that very well could happen too. Well, you could have the Tiger Syndrome in the. No, no, I, I'm not but saying look, don't. I'm not look saying at what happened with that Tiger Woods Syndrome. Look who you got after that: the Roy McElroys. There's, you know. You got Sergio Garcia playing better. You what got, does this have uh, to do with golf? But no, I'm just using. Dude, it's a, it's a good analogy. I mean, because that's what Tesla would do. What exactly what Tiger Woods there's, did for there's like years. nobody listening who knows what you're talking about right now. <laughs> uh, You'll be surprised, man. <laughs> All right. Edwards, come on. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I, I knew where you went when you took Rory. Okay. I know Rory McIlroy. That's about it, though. You know what? I mean, Edwards always walks the middle of the line. Of course, he's gonna agree. <laughs> hey, Ron, I, I try to walk. The middle Listen, of I've known this guy for five guy. years. We've podcasted together a thousand times. We've gotten a one argument. It was about CM Punk three years ago. I really want to listen to that one because I am such a punk guy. And if anybody has it, it's probably White. <laughs> yeah, I think White has that somewhere. <laughs> um, I really want to hear that back and forth, man. Because I'm such a punk guy, and he shits all over him, dude. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. just want to. Oh, he was he was pulling his he was pulling his '80s hairband hair out for that one. <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> he was so pissed at me. I've never heard him that mad at me before. It was oh, it was I fantastic. Because dude, I mean, when I look at there's him, not there has not been one person who's ever agreed with me about punk, and I don't care. I'll still say what I say about him. I don't care. Dude, he's one of my favorites, man. I mean, it was just. There's not there's not many that top CM Punk in my book. Yeah, I mean, see, just, it's just... D, D. Smitty doesn't 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 want to see Tessa versus men. He doesn't like the women versus men. Um, which hey, I, I, I tend either. I, I tend to agree. That, with. But I mean, they need. I'm just they saying they got they got a lot of like little guys that she can fuck like up her. to. I mean, like you're, you're telling me she could have kicked the shit out of Marco Stun or Jungle Boy or Kip Sabian or I'm just saying those. Like the problem is, then you get, you can't you're gonna fall into a situation where it's like J.K. or Lance Archer, uh, oh, no, you know, and and that's exactly. right. And it's not even Brian well, Cage. Impact Impact put her over Cage. Yeah, well, at that that's, point I went okay. Every that's where I, they lost me. Right. there's not one person. Hundred percent. That's where they lost. Me. There's not that's one not person me. that agreed with her going over Cage. So uh, maybe I mean I'm sure there's a person. There's nobody I know though. That's what I'm saying. I mean, so I I, I agree. I agree with the sentiment. I'm just it's saying is they don't have enough. Was too much for me too. They don't. They that's don't have enough. Okay. They don't have enough in their women's division to. Carry someone like her right now. I just honestly like if you're looking at where are all the challenges for her, they're all in the WWE. Who knows if she ever goes there if she gets those challenges? Uh, I just think they're all there. I read an interesting article today, and again, it wasn't wasn't so much a dirt shit. It was just more of a what if. I mean, MLW. I mean, they're they're talk about maybe possibly her going there. Oh, I mean, yeah, you're comparing that to WWE or AEW, though? 
she's close to Mexico with her fiance. Dude, that's that, that's fine. That's fine. But that's not going to WWE or AEW though. No, I don't think I I I personally That's her going to MLW and then doing indie shows. I don't see her going back to WWE. Not with not with I, I'm uh, not. I'm not. Listen. The accusations that were made towards towards her. Who, ca- I, who, ca- I that, who cares? Who cares about that? What I'm saying is, my point being is, where okay. are the best challenges for her? They're in the WWE. Charlotte NXT. Flair, no, no, Bailey. No, no, no. NXT. It's not NXT. only NXT. It's not only NXT. It's not NXT. only NXT. Charlotte's in WWE. Sasha right. Banks is in WWE. Bailey's in WWE. Uh, uh, That's it. It's not, no, it's not real, Rhea Ripley. Five more in NXT that are better. I'm including them, though. I'm including them in that. I mean, you didn't get there. You're just saying NXT only. I'm saying the whole company. That's it. Well, it's not that's it. Dude, there's 10 girls. There's 10. What other company has 10? None. Nobody. But Shayna Baszler. I don't think Tesla would go in there to go directly towards. Raw or SmackDown. If Tessa would want to be on NXT, because that's where more of the talent is. Maybe that's all my point. I, is. I don't know. Not the not the big name talent though. Not the big name talent. That's the talent that you like to watch. Not the big name talent. Not the big names. She's main event pay per views with Charlotte Flair. That's way bigger than if she main events a pay per view with Charlotte Flair. That's the biggest well, match yeah, she could possibly no, no, have right now. That's it though. But that's it. You can't say that about Sasha or Bailey. She's not. They're not even on that level of, of Charlotte Flair. But they're, that's they're, it. they're, but they're just well, below it. They're still, they're that? still, a, but they're still ahead of everybody else. So she can wrestle elsewhere. I'm, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. But how many times can you do that, though? But, 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 but the point is, the point is, she could do it there. She can't do it anywhere. She can't do it anywhere else. She could do it there. She can't do it anywhere else. Anywhere else she goes, she's going to be the queen bee. And it's going to be the Tessa Blanchard show, and, and it's going to be the Queen Bee. That's fine. I'm just saying is it's they're going to whoever signs her is going to have to be very careful about how they present that because yeah, she's going to wipe out she's going to wipe out the whole division the second she walks in, no matter where right. she goes. I don't care how many good matches that Sheeta has, Tessa Blanchard is going to wipe her out the second she walks in AEW. But maybe they need somebody like that right now. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I agree. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm it just saying it's worse than what's there now. <laughs> okay, but it can only get better. I mean, let's be honest. So. That's, what, that's, what, that's what point. <laughs> I agree. I'm just I'm just speaking about challenges for her personally, where you know they're, they you could jump around or you could bring different people in. Obviously, this there was a time where you looked at Impact, and Impact had the stacked women's division. Yeah, it's not yeah. that way now. Um, we oh. thought AEW was going to build the stacked women's division. They really haven't. And if you look yeah. at where the stacked women's division is, it is in WWE. And WWE. And it, when I say WWE, NXT is included in that. Right. But I. I but when, but when I but see specifically WWE, it's the NXT women's division. Now, right. that's that's well, I mean, how I look at it. it. She could get through that, and then. Hopefully, by the time she gets to Charlotte Flair, we have fans again or whatever. You know, you know what I'm saying. Ronda Rousey could come back. Who knows? Right. There's right. so many no, 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 the no, possibilities no, are endless. Right. We right. we get right. it. We get it. Um, let's move on. Yeah, no, I get it. Was uh, the the Taz Cage promo was after the Cody match, right? Oh, so, that was. Well, well, let's wait. Cody, Cody, and um, I lost no, my you, train no, of thought. No, you had 
right after right after Sheet of Ford, you had the Taz video again. Oh, that was that was the Taz breakdown Moxley video. Yeah, and but yeah. he broke down Moxley how he couldn't hit his moves on Cage, yeah. which yeah. he's wrestled guys as big as Cage before. So made again made no sense. Uh, they should that one. I would get rid of that. Uh, uh, it, it was kind of cool when Taz was solo and viewed right. as an announcer, and he was breaking down different people's move sets throughout the company. That was cool. But for him to break down his own guy one week and then break down his opponent the next week and how he can't do things to his guy made no sense to me. It really didn't. I didn't like it. I, I thought it was bad. And not the obviously not the Taz spot, you know, because when Taz grabs the microphone, obviously it's great. But this break down the move set spot made no sense to me because we've seen Moxley hit all these moves on bigger guys than him. I mean, he hit him on Jake Hager. <laughs> Jake Hager's taller and as wide as Brian Cage. Brian Cage is stacked, don't get me wrong, but Jake Hager's a fucking humongous guy. Oh, fuck, man. Right. So, anyway, so we'll, we'll move on from that. Um, interesting match placement, uh, as we talked about at the beginning of the show. You get the TNT um, title match, this TV title situation we got going on here. Cody Hager, uh, we talked about the idea of not much representation of the inner circle so we think that's going away um you know edwards jump in here what are your thoughts about this one yeah uh match placement was weird i thought for sure this should have closed it um man i thought it was a good match but i thought the finish sucked just sucked (laughs) yeah it was very awkward sugarcoat the finish (laughs) i i can't are they I mean, getting was, too cute with these finishes? He thought he tapped. Well, didn't you hear the one, two, three? Like, yeah, maybe. What? What? He thought the one, two, three was the tapping. It's strange. I, yeah, I don't know. Very strange. I, I don't like these cute finishes we've been seeing. AEW's been no. doing it. Um, I saw it a little bit with the WWE when I when I was parachuting in um, some of their matches on Mania and and, and after. Um, I haven't watched in a couple of months, but. Um, you saw them doing it a little bit too with Baszler and uh, with Shayna Baszler and, and Becky Lynch. There, um, these yeah. kind of goofy finishes. Every now and then, it's okay, but why is this I, I becoming too, a wanted, thing? I'm sure they wanted to keep them strong, but I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Dude, he's lost every big match he's had yeah, in the AEW. You're not keeping him strong by having a fluke finish. To, to, to right. me, this sounded good. Writing it down and talking about it, but actually doing it didn't come out good. Dude, you Tony I mean? Tony Khan Tony Khan was sitting on his fucking yacht. Good. Tony Khan was sitting on his yacht on Sunday and he was like, I got a great idea. You know what I mean? Calling his calling his servant over with a pen. You know, you talk about it, you walk through it maybe. You you, you 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 figure it out, but at the end, when you actually do it, it no, it didn't it didn't work. Listen, didn't, I am all I'm all about questioning Cody's judgment right now. Neck tattoo, just I, I like I like I was texting you guys. I'm like, Cody's literally hiding his shovel in the middle of the card right now because he's burying motherfuckers left and right. He's burying like I'm sorry. The facts are the facts. Is it his? I don't agree. I is don't it? Agree. Is it? Is it? Is, is I don't it? Agree. Is it his fault that Lance Archer has done nothing since the last pay per view? I don't know, 
But to me, Cody has the influence to say, hey, Lance carried us through this COVID lockdown shit. Super overheal. Internet's going crazy. AC's favorite fucking wrestler. I was on this show every week screaming about Lance Archer. Going nuts. Like, and I fucking... I fucking told you, I fucking told you guys this shit was going to happen. That Cody was going to beat him, and he was going to disappear. Like, he's he's not even there. And Jake the Snake was going to be right with him. And that's exactly what they fucking did, and it drives me crazy that they did it. But to me, Cody has the influence to be like, hey... You know, I'm going to be Lance here, and I'm going to I'm going to be the first guy to win this title, and I'm going to defend it every week. But what are we going to do with Lance after this? Why isn't Cody asking these questions? It, maybe he is. I don't know. But I'm just saying, there's, is you would no think he would have the there's no long term plan for these guys? That's it. No, that's it. They're they're we're doing they're doing what a they're doing what we can't we can't Archer stand Brody Lee was specifically what do you do with them? And it took them a few weeks to even get Brody Lee back in the mix. Dude, what what we've been saying, they're doing literally what we can't stand about the WWE. You know what I mean? Just building up a guy and then shitting on him, and he goes away. And guys who are like super fucking... Think about it. This guy got over in QT Marshall's fucking gym. In the middle of the COVID lockdown, dude, the the scene of Lance Archer standing over Dustin Rhodes with the Nightmare family trying to save his life. It was the best. With the music playing and that look on his face and Jake standing with him. Everybody must die. But everybody dies. Great. But here's the problem. That was the peak of the fucking, his career at AEW right now. That can't be the peak, bro. So... I know either he's coming back now. We'll see. Uh, I mean, beating Joey Janela, whatever. I, I, I'm, gl- I'm just glad he has a, a place on the show, he's so I'm not going to bitch about it. I'm not going to bitch about it. I'm not going to bitch about it. And we'll get into we'll, right. And beat the shit out of him. It was good. Yeah, he That's better. Crazy. I mean, listen, I, I, I want a fucking two-minute two match up. of him <laughs> kicking the shit out of him and whoever else runs out to help Joey Janela. I want Lance Archer to kick the fucking shit. I don't even I want him to take. I don't even want him to take a goddamn bump. And I, and I and listen. Where's the promos with with Snake? They were opening the show with promos with Snake. Where is it? Where where? Why do they? Why are, they were doing so many great um, backstage vignettes? Like they utilized. They literally utilized their taped TV time better than they're utilizing their live TV time. Yeah, yeah. How does that make yeah. sense? <laughs> well, you, you, you touched on it earlier with the, with the. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Edwards. Go ahead. Sorry. The, the Taz analyst bullshit that's going on with these bull these these analyst videos he's still doing, even though he's the manager for Cage. It doesn't come off right. Why not take that 20 seconds that you're wasting time on and right. get it to Jake? Give yeah. it to give it to Sheeta. Let her pick vegetables in her garden or whatever the hell <laughs> there is because she doesn't have one. Right. And, and I'm going to go back to what I said a couple weeks ago with AC, and many people may not like this idea. I, I'm i not saying I'm for it either because my time schedule. But what if it's AEW now? And again, it's not a year old yet. We're not in October yet. But what if they're at a point with the talent they have and everything they could do, what if they need to go to three fucking hours? I mean, 
I, I get the three-hour thing what is tough. Part of the, what if that would help the situation? Well, I, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll, I'll say this about the three-hour thing. They're not going to be able to go to three hours if they're losing audience in the last half hour of their show, which has happened right. in the last couple of weeks. I, I don't know that it happened this That's week. Fixable. We'll see. That's fixable. Yeah. But now they have the talent deep enough to do the three hours. Um, I think they do. I, I think they do if they utilize it all. Of course. Yes. Of course. Yes. It, you know, we, I, listen, you, you, how, do, how do we all know about building a wrestling show? You you get that opening match to get everybody excited, right? You maybe could do some storyline stuff or a throwaway match, but still keeping everybody interested after you build up that middle card in the middle. All the time, you've now set your stage for your last segment, but you're building towards that and telling other stories in the middle, and then you get to the last segment. It's literally what Raw did to win the Monday Night Raws or one Monday Night Wars. They 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 opened their show with a bang that and built through the show with you know matches and storyline and vignettes and interviews and. Everything else, and it all paid off in the end. Whether it was a match, whether it was a uh, segment, whether it was Stone Cold spilling you know beer on Vince and stunning everybody, you always got that payoff. And the one the one thing about it, I think it's lost on wrestling right now. Do you remember, you know, back in that time, the top guy closed the show every week, and they came up with a little wrinkle to just make it something new. And during when AEW was on fire, they did that with Jericho and the Inner Circle. Jericho and the Inner Circle closed Dynamites for uh, how many months? Two, three months? Um, and listen, they got away from that during the COVID lockdown, which I get. Listen, you're, you're, on a, you're putting tape segments together. It's a mismatch show. You don't have your full roster. Throw that out the window. Here we are now. You have basically your full roster, save for a few guys. You could eat, You need to establish what your top storyline is and close with that every show. And it doesn't have to be the same thing every show, but I think you need to close with it every, every show. Or, it, you know, it has to be towards the end. Maybe there's, maybe there's a little wrinkle here or there. But remember, when Stone Cold was on his run and The Rock was on his run, and back when Hogan was on his run, they closed the show every night. Right. You know what I mean? You don't have, I, I like Orange Cassidy. You don't have Orange Cassidy closing the show, dude. No. Mm. No. And right now, outside, outside of if it's Jericho or whatever, but right now, that should be Cody's spot. And it's, yeah, but it's, like, a, but it, it's but, his but choice. They're no, not promoting. should be his spot. They're not booking him that way, though. They're not booking him that way at all. Listen, you want to you want to know you want to know when it was his spot? It was his. It was it was. It has as I don't even think it has anything to do with that. He he had that spot when he when he was in the program with Jericho, and he ended up going out of that, and then he had the spot again when he was in the program with Archer because of where they were. But other than that. All even they were him and Archer were closing the show for a few weeks right. during those COVID lockdowns. But then they put the damn match in the mid card. Cody's not going to close the show. The, and that's if that's it. It, it, that may that may be an issue. You might be right about that. But they need to establish who that is 
Because it was Chris Jericho. It was Le Champion. It was the inner yep. circle. They were closing the show. They were the main event. You know what I'm saying? And they, since they've gone away from that, they have not replaced it. And I think that's a huge problem. And I think it's a huge problem with the rating. Because you don't sustain the rating. All right, let's get to the match. Where, uh, was, the, where was the spot tonight with right. Hangman and Omega in the back? Did we get to that or did we skip it? We, I think we skipped it. Okay, I, I did. I, too. Was and my, was that before? If I, dude, White House usually writes it down because you know me, I can't fucking remember. Um, right. well, either way, talk. Go ahead, just roll roll with it. Let's just assume that it happened already. <laughs> you, we, we skipped that. That was like two segments before. Okay, all right. That's the other thing that I noticed with this. Show I know I'm that you can't let me navigate. You got, you should know that by now. <laughs> hey, you took the ball, and ran with it, brother. I was. I let him go. Okay, let's go. Well, if I let you go, we we would still be talking about the women right now. (laughs) Or Tessa, or (laughs) all right, Edwards. (laughs) (laughs) I know what they're trying to do tonight with with fighter. I get it. It's a it's a pay per view, quote unquote. But don't you still have to thread the show? Like again, and I'm going to go Vince Russo here, but. Don't you have to start the show and then thread that idea through to the end of the show? Like, sometimes they do that, and then sometimes they don't. And it's just... Dude, it befuddles me. Like, I used to say this show when I was doing the YouTube thing. It would feel like schizophrenia. One Mm. show would be excellent. The next show would be crap. Mm. The next show would be all matches, and then it would be great again. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. I I don't know what's going on here. Edwards, are you talking about the Omega Page interview with Dasha? Yeah. Oh, wait. We're two segments away from that. We're away from that. Okay, so shouldn't that have been, because it closed the show, shouldn't have that have been at the beginning of the show? Yes. Because that was filmed, because if you look at it, it was still sunny out. Yes. So that well, was filmed. The, the other thing, too. They had their pre-show on YouTube. The other thing, too, is when I pulled up the card last week, it was in a totally different order. <laughs> yeah. uh, J- yeah. J- MJF, Jungle Boy, and you know that the, the tag match opened the show, and then it was like Private Party and and LAX, and then all oh, then it was the women's match, then it was the tag match, and then it was the Cody match, and that's we didn't get that in any way of that order. So I mean, I don't know that I would put. <laughs> I mean, maybe they were trying to split up Cody and then Hangman and Omega, and that's why they put Private Party and and Proud and Powerful. I, I, we'll just stick with LAX because I like their name better. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I you know, too. Private Party and LAX, that match should have went second, I thought. Um, the women's match going third or fourth would have been should've great. Should have went third or fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe yes. even fourth. Maybe even yes. fourth and have the tag match yes. in the middle, especially considering that Best Friends was in the tag match. And I don't know. I, right, How do my Best Friends main event tonight is beyond me. Um, we'll get to uh, that. Oh, so, I'm sorry. Here, no, yeah. but here, here's the thing. I don't disagree with them having the title shot because they won the title shot oh, yeah, during all the lockdown not, bullshit. Not so give them the title. Event. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. So we're we're I'm well, totally that's even, I'm that's totally even confused then, about where we are now, <laughs> dude. That's even better though that you said that because if you take it, and I think the three of us agree, 
Cody and Hager should have closed the show. Yeah. Instead of because I had the impression that I started out high and then I just gradually went down over to it's because the two hours. flow of the lineup. Yeah, if they switch that up, maybe you can hype Cody and Hager throughout the entire night leading up to the main event, which would have been them. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. I don't, I don't get what they're doing. Very strange. I wrote down, I wrote down it for me. And again, I'm a guy. I'm a guy. I'm an ops guy. I'm an operations guy. So what do I know? But I wrote down how I would have done. The lineup, I, and it, for me, obviously, I I would still went with Wardlow, MJF, Jurassic Park. I would then have gone second with Ortiz, Santana, Private Party. Then I went with, then I went with the ladies match. Then I went with the tag team title match. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. I went with Cody to end the show. Is that that's how I did it. Yes. I, I want to, you know, are we getting to the point where the inmates are running the asylum? Um, you know, not to take the phrase from whatever football owner that got in trouble for saying it. But anyway, uh, I mean, <laughs> I it, did, know, it did happen. All right. I'll, I'll, I might have mentioned this on the show. I feel like I did before. But there's an NEW referee that's a cool guy. And I, I talk, I'm not going to put his name out there. I'm not going to put him on blast. Anyway, um... I sat with him at Wild Wings one night. Shout out Smitty. I know he's listening. Because, um, he, of course, he was behind the bar. And I was sitting with this ref. And it was right when AEW was starting. And I was making the point. It, it was all wrestling fans around us. We just left an NEW show, Bethany show, whatever. And everybody was around us. And we were talking about wrestling. Jim M was there. Shout out Jim M. Um, and we were talking about just... I, my, I was... So fed up with the micromanaging of the talent in WWE. Like, I thought it was very refreshing that AEW was, like, going to let guys kind of do their thing and express themselves. Like MJF, perfect example. And this ref said to me, he goes, yeah, that's really good for the guys that can do it. But what you're going to find out is a lot of them can't. Yeah, and for some WWE said the same thing. So for some reason that stuck with me and I'm mm. I don't know. I just I I feel like we're getting like like you're you're talking about a schizophrenic production, so to speak. Every yeah. week's almost yeah. different. It's almost like they're like and I'm just I I I'm just going to this is just me throwing names out there to make a point. Like all right, we have all these EVPs, right? So, hey, uh, Wednesday the 4th, the Young Bucks are running the show. Uh-huh. And, you know, Wednesday the 11th, Cody's going to run the show. And then Wednesday the 18th, Kenny's going to run the show. And then Wednesday the 26th or 25th, whatever it is, Tony Khan is going to run the show. It Doesn't it give you the – like, it could be totally other people. I'm just using their names for the, the effect. Doesn't it give maybe you that – that's a, why it's schizophrenic. Right, but that's my point. point. Maybe that's what – that's why. Yeah. Well, it I, almost, I've read where Tony Khan is the end-all of end-all back there. Oh, but but is yeah but it is that schizophrenia. But do about. do you know that he's critiquing or is he no. just yes sir yes sir no. yes sir that yes could sir. Be the pro- yeah, that could be the problem. Could be. I mean, the guy smiles all the time. 
You, can you can you picture Tony Khan being a dick? I mean, uh, maybe no, if you lost some money. He's the coolest guy ever, man. Right. He's the most down to earth. He guy. might listen he's, if if you if you Mister White House walked up to Tony Khan with your best idea and you're totally confident about it, like this is my best idea, and you presented it to him and you, you with conviction. He's probably the type of guy that's going to be like, okay, run with it. Yeah. Whereas Vince is going to be like, uh, well, pal, we need to we need to change the lighting, and you know we're gonna we're gonna rework this. And although I think Vince has lost something off his fastball, there was a time where he had the right guys that got him in into the right positions. Yes. Who knows who's really making these decisions? We've talked about this of uh, of different matches, the way they've been booked. A different talent making the same mistakes all the time, and it seems like no, there's no direction there. The, now, listen, I'm going to throw them a bone here. Dynamite hasn't even been on TV for a year. It's a baby. We're going through growing this pandemic pain. bullshit. Yes, it's 100% growing pains. I get it. And so I'm not trying to pile on, but we can only react to what we see. It's like we used to yeah. talk about this all the time when we did WWE. And we used to shit on it every week. And we used to be like, why are we shitting on it every week? And it's like, we can only react to what we saw this week. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we can only react yeah. to what we saw this week. But we can only react to the pattern. And the pattern is schizo- like schizophrenic. But there, my point being is there was a time, though, where although the show was schizophrenic, you did have that clear-cut main eventer in Jericho. Right. And Le Champion. Yeah. You know, right. Le Champion. Right. You know what I mean? Every week it was Le Champion. And, and Inner Circle. Even when he lost the title, they were closing the show every week, power bombing motherfuckers, giving them the finger. You know what I mean? Like, they were still doing it. And then it, it just, I don't know, they lost their way a little bit with it, I guess. They lost at the stadium show, man. Yeah, but, it, you know, it, I don't know that they. But I don't know that that had to get them to this point where they are now. I think no, there's a lot of factors that came in. No, well, they, they they've stopped coming out together. Really, I mean, right. re- really, it was like the sex gods, and then the other guys were, yeah, they're doing whatever. Yeah. I think I man, I'm I'm just concerned about that news with Cassidy and Jericho, lowest rated segment in history, and what total they had. Six hundred and some thousand viewers. Yeah, and it was I mean, it, it was they okay. So you had the well, lowest you rated. You had the lowest. You had you had the low. Hold on, hold on. You had the lowest right, rated. Right, you had the lowest rated segment, closing segment with Orange and Jericho. Lowest closing rating segment. And now, let, let's be honest. Jericho hasn't closed segments in a long time, and now he's closing segments with Orange Cassidy. It doesn't make sense. When he closed segment with Mike Tyson, oh, there you go. Right. Right. Now he's closing right. segment with Orange Cassidy. All right, and he hasn't been closing segments for a few weeks. Anyway, or closing the show. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get this out real quick. Lowest rated overall show, and their lowest rated, as we talked about, in the P18 to 49 rating, Mm -hmm. which is the one the advertisers look at. And they were way down. Like, they were so far below their total in that that rating. It was, that's... Like, TNT probably was, like, you know, fucking drinking Jack Daniels at 8 o'clock in the morning the next day, seeing that rating. No, that was that bad, dude. It was, it was I bad. Know, I know. 
Yeah. It was bad. You know, you when when you when you're when you lose a third of that audience, they lost a yeah. third of that audience over a week. That's bad. And that last segment was so low rated. You have to throw into consideration that maybe some of them skipped out. Who was watching it skipped out to watch that NXT Triple Threat main event. They yeah, may that, not watch the whole. You're not show, helping their cause. But though. They were watching that, <laughs> but they were watching that main event. You're not helping their cause with that, though. You know, <laughs> no. But what I'm saying is, I'm saying is, you had Jericho, who's closed out many shows before. We both, all three of us, can say that. I mean, Jericho, money at the mic. I mean, Jericho's helped put AEW on the map. Jericho's run right now is just ridiculous. I mean, you look at Mount Rushmore, you would have to have him in the conversation. He may not be on Mount Rushmore, but he's now putting himself in that conversation. So, you have him there. I'd put him there of The Undertaker. Well, yeah. No. (laughs) I I have... Dude, I can't... Yes. You you may be right. (laughs) I'm just just trying to fire you both up. (laughs) No, but you may be right. I still have Undertaker there because of the character, but you're right. He's there. I agree. That's a, that's a conversation that you and I, we can have. You know what I mean? And now, you know, look at that main event last week. You had the triple threat for the North American, Balor, Lee, and, and Cole trying to be the two-belt guy. So that main event, I'm telling you, I think that main event put a monkey fucking wrench into what AEW is doing. That means they're you not know? doing good enough, though. That means they're not hey, doing you, good I'm enough. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing. All right. Uh, you could be right. But that main event threw a monkey wrench in, in AEW. And I'm curious to see, because that 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 Great American Bash card wasn't shabby. Did, did that start tonight or next shabby. week? Tonight. It went, it, up, it went up head-to-head. So what was their there, main event tonight? Do you know? Uh, I don't know if it's the main event, but one of the one of the one of the top, if not the main event, second to main event was Hang Sasha on. getting a title shot against uh, against sorry Sammy Guevara, huh? Uh, <laughs> NXT uh, Great American. So, Hang on. So I, 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 I'm kind of curious. Great Mexican bat. I'm kind of <laughs> curious. I'm kind of I'm kind of curious how that one went. It's on my DVR. I plan on checking it out. I I, I just uh, Ari. So is that only July one? Is, is it's one night? I believe so. So I mean, it, it, I mean could we could we make a case now that? They put Cody and they put Cody and Hager on in the middle of the show because they were. I have to. I have a feeling that's why they did it. I mean, to me, that's not a good look. <laughs> that's so. just not... All right, so I got, I got, I got the card here. Hang on. Yeah, I think I got it. I know. Um, Dexter Loomis, Roddy Strong in a yep. strap match. Yeah. Um. Nia Yim, Tegan Knox, hang on. Uh, is Shaw from Impact. Okay. Mia uh, Yim, Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae, and Dakota Kai in a fatal four way for number one contender. That's the match I want to watch. 
Rhea Ripley takes on Alia and Robert Stone in a handicap match. Okay. <laughs> hey, Down Biff! Biff! I see Biff! Only Lorcan squares off with Timothy Thoucher. What is what is Vince McMahon gonna do with Biff Busick? <laughs> That's a bleeding for truth old school throwback right there. <laughs> yeah, and what's he doing with him? Yeah, nothing. He's still in NXT. He went he went from NXT to Cruiserweight to back to NXT. Uh, Oni Lorcan with uh, Only Lorcan. Did he wrestle uh, Tony Fauci? Did you say? Yeah, <laughs> Tony Fauci. Dad <laughs> Biden was in his corner. Timothy Thatcher. I won't wrestle. No. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Wear the mask. Second wave. (laughs) (laughs) Sasha Bay. Why did they only give me that, though? That's so weird. That's all they gave me for this. That's it. That's it. It must be doing a part two next week, because I believe that Lee... One, he won the triple threat last week. Cause, I mean, he's still a champ. He's getting a title shot against Adam Cole now. I think that's next week. Hang on, let me let me pull up the WWE version here. I believe that's next week. All right, all right. That I match, okay. Apparently, I was on the I don't WWE see them, version. I don't see them taking the, the belt off Cole anytime soon. But I mean, we'll see. That was the four matches for tonight. I thought there was more than four, but. Two of those four. Dude, I, I, I want to say I want to say something right now. If AEW doesn't run the ratings war, they're in big trouble because that show sucks. <laughs> it sucks. That show's horrible. I mean, unless, unless there's more to this. But man, Great the American main Bad. event tonight. I mean, on paper. Dude. Go ahead, go ahead. We didn't even no, no, get. No, no, did I, we I, even get to I, private I, party I, yet? I, I think I know where you're going, and I'm agreeing with you. I'm not trying to cut you off. I'm agreeing with you, uh, dude. I'm telling you, man. That NXT card sounds like it sucks on paper, but I'm telling you, it. I I'm not a fanboy for WWE. Oh, hang on, hang on. Eroshi uh, card hang, was good tonight. Eroshi, Io Shirai versus uh, Sasha Banks. Was Sign on there any day of the week, and yeah, that was it. So yeah, that I think one. if that closed, I think uh, AEW is in trouble. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Roshi Shiver Sacha Banks closed it. And that four way for the number one contender, guarantee you, was the best best match on that card tonight. Was Maybe. the match of the night in that card? Guarantee it. Yeah, I probably won't watch that card to be honest with you, but I'm. Well, I, I, I'm watching it. I, I, I plan on watching it. I plan on watching it tomorrow. Can, can we get the tag team titles belts off of Paige? And- oh, yes. Please. Thank God. Love- thank you. For the love of God. So many problems. Yes. Yes. It will solve so many problems. Just have them drop them. Just as, 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 as uh, crazy and unbuilt up as they want them, just have them drop them that way. Dude, have them fucking re- have them get into a backstage brawl, relinquish them. Do anything. Get these. Fu- anything. Get, ha- dude, I, I don't know. Get. I don't know. Have them stripped or something. Dude, put him. Have him stripped and have the four way. You know, it's an eight man. It's not even a tag match. Look, I don't care. Put on private party next week. I don't care. No, I'm with you. Private party. Private party. No. 
anybody at this point. I don't care at this point. <laughs> you need at you need Omega Dude, in that would, event. All right, having right now. Having said that, having said that, would would you have just said fuck it and have best friends shock the world tonight? No. Yes, I would. I t- tonight at this point, I would have. I you okay. know what? I'm not. I'm not against it. I'm, I'm not, not against, against it because they could have dropped it. They could have dropped it. They could have dropped it at Fighter for the Fallen or whatever the fuck they're doing in two weeks. Right, dude. dude drop them. I don't care. Private party. You know what? Well, you said you no. Put, you want the Lucha <laughs> Brothers? You want to put the Lucha Brothers in there? I don't care. Yes. Just yeah, fine. drop yeah. them. Get rid of them. They are a bane of the existence of of Kenny Omega right now. And I'm not even looking at. I'm not even looking at Hangman Page because I'm so down on him right now because the stupid shit that he's been saying. But outside of that, you need those two guys. Eat my ass. Wear your mask. Singles wise, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Especially Kenny Omega. You got, dude. They Kenny murdered. Omega, let's be honest. You know the, they murdered the elite. Elite. they murdered the you elite. They murdered the elite. You got the best wrestler PWI rated, and then a fucking tag team. How does that make any sense? They, they murdered the elite. They murdered the inner circle right now. They murdered everything. They did. But before, before they we, did. We're, uh, not to, not to throw us off track here. Before, but before we got to the actual match, we got a we got a we got a Taz promo with Cage, basically telling us that him and Moxley the match for the title was pushed a week. It's pushed a week. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Hang on, hang on, AC. Before before Taz came out, we finally. Got a goddamn video on Darby Allen. Oh, we yes. did. Darby Allen doing his. You know. You know what? I gotta say. Hang on. I gotta say this. When I saw Darby Allen, all I could think of is Darby Allen finally left Chaz. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it right there. Darby, we're glad to have you, you back. You were waiting to say that for a while. Uh, I? I didn't even text it to you guys because it popped in my head and I was like, I'm going to save it for the show. I'm going <laughs> to save it. That's my wild card. I'm saving it. I'm just glad he's safe. I'm just glad. Darby, we're glad you're safe. You look like you showered. We're glad to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> and then from Darby... We get Cassidy coming out with a chair, and now we have Ortiz Santana private party with Matt Hardy. That's where we are right now. Right, we we totally skip, we were, we almost skipped over that because we got into the tag match. Yeah, we did. Or yeah, the, yeah. the tag team title so match. Before Taz came out, this is what we got: is we got Ortiz Santana private party. Yes, true. Um, I got I, I, there again. I'm just. I, 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 I'm gonna beat. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna beat. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna beat a dead horse for five seconds, and I'm gonna let Edwards take it, and then Way House should jump in. Because this is all. This is all I have to say about this match. I'm gonna say this again. Isaiah Cassidy, please, somebody talk to this man. Five moves, nail him. You'll look great. Stop going for these ten crazy moves, and you miss two or three of them, and then it ruins your entire match. Because he had a couple really cool spots, but before he had a couple really cool oh, spots, spot. he had a couple really bad botches. Oh, and even my I boy like Mark Quinn, my, my boy Mark Quinn had a couple too. He 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 plays them off a little better than than Isaiah Cassidy, 
But I'll tell you right now, um, I've given a lot of passes to private party. A, because I like them, and I've seen them since they were kids, obviously. And B, because this is a big spot for them. They went from VFWs to the fucking big stage. But here's the thing. When do we see the progression? When do we see the progression? I have on my notes. Where's the progression? Edward, your thoughts. All right. Yeah, where's the progression? That guy is not going to progress until he slows the hell down. Mm. Yes. This was a tornado four-way. This was not a tag match. Now, here I go. The Jim Cornette in me is... It was an indie match. It was an indie match. No, let it come out. (laughs) Yeah, do it. You're right, dude. Dude, I can't... I can't... There's only so much I can watch of stuff like this. And this just looked like a complete clusterfuck train wreck. And if that guy isn't going to be told to slow down, put them in the ring with FTR and make them tag... Because that's the only way a guy like Isaiah Cassidy is going to learn how to quote unquote tag team wrestle. Because what he does right now is there's he's not going to progress. How's he going to progress? All he does is he he tries to pull off twenty nine moves and he can't hit half of them. Yeah, and it comes off like it's a mess. And the one the one the problem is the ones you miss stand out more than the ones you hit. You know? Mm, Yeah. Tonight Mm -hmm. he did. And, 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 and that was just so spot on. Put him in the ring with FTR so it will so it will make private party look bad to the point yes. where they're learning. Because they need to be they they need to be brought down a notch, not not to go over on LAX like yes. this night, which yes. pisses me the fuck off. I know, then they got the win! That's a good point. I didn't even think... They got the win! That's a great point. It was the only match we got wrong! Why Why did they yes. get the win? I mean, you look at the tag team division. That's more know, case that they're burying inner circle, right? How the fuck is LAX not a top five tag team in AEW right now? Great question. It's well, fucking possible! Well, no, listen, hold on. You know, it's, it's possible... Because you have a tag team uh, of the, um, what you call it, the freaking uh, Brody Lee's, uh, what the hell is it called? Dark, Help me out Dark here. Order. Dark Order, thank Dark. you. Dark Order. I went, right. my, the mind went blank for a second, I'm sorry. The Dark yeah. Order has a tag team that's probably still in the top five. They haven't wrestled since, since you know, Tony Fauci was saying coronavirus was never coming in the United States. They haven't wrestled since then, they're still in the top five. You know, what the fuck, dude? These these rankings mean shit. That's my point. But, 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 but AC, take the, take the ratings out for a second. Right now, we still could name five tag teams for LAX. Listen, I, you know what I would do? I would put LAX. We shouldn't be able to, but we can. I would put LAX in the eight-man tag match before I put in Butcher and Blade, given who they are. Although I like Butcher and Blade, but given what LAX has accomplished in their careers and what we've seen impact early on with AEW, they belong in that match more to Butcher and Blade. Although I like I like that Butcher and Blade are getting the spot because I, I don't think they've done enough with them either. But at the same no. time, not only not only do you have this huge eight man tag match with these tag teams, and listen, FTR is going right to the head of the tag division, 
Because, let's be honest, they are the best pure tag team that AEW has. It's not even... And and it's not even close. And I I love the Lucha Brothers, and I love the Young Bucks. I'm I'm not hating on those teams, but I'm talking about pure pro wrestling tag teams. You are going to try to garner a weekly pro wrestling audience off of off of wrestlers, FTR, they need to be your featured... Maybe yes. you do it with a horseman gimmick, whatever. But, dude, it, it really stood out to me watching them work last week with SCU. And SCU's in that yeah. category, too. Yeah. SC, when, when you it watch is, that, have you seen... But have you seen a tag match built the way those two teams built a tag match last week in AEW? I don't think you've seen it until now. I don't think you've seen it until now. Until now, no. Holding the tag rope, just pure tag team wrestling. You have Daniels, Kazarian, FTR, boom. And it, you you just saw the professionalism, the, 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 the acumen, whatever you want to call it. All these adjectives, I don't even know what they mean, but I know the words. And it looked, it was just beautiful. That was a beautiful performance. And, yeah, and I, they need more than that. They need more of that. You can do Young Bucks versus Omega and Page and have it on a pay-per-view and be a huge thing. But you cannot do that all the time because right. those four guys could pull that off. Private Party right now can't pull that off. And mm-hmm. on top of that, because Private Party can't put it off, they make LAX look bad. Oh, And I think if you, if you, if you put LAX in a structured... If you, if you put LAX in a structured... If you put LAX in a structured tag team match, they probably would look better against yes, they, against they an FTR yep. plus yep. they could do that tornado style against the Lucha Brothers and it's just going to work better when you look at your most versatile tag team okay i'm talking about the that that utility guy that could do it all what's the first tag team comes to mind LAX man yep. i mean it's a no brainer they are what you yes FTR is the best tag team they got there Yes, you have the Bucks. Lucha Brothers, they're in a six-man. They're in a tag team. You can do whatever you want with those guys. Single, Ray Phoenix, on his own, is probably purely one of the best wrestlers in that company, bar none. It's not, it's not an opinion. That's a fact. But you mm. got them together, fine. You know, they're there. You got SCU, Kazarian, Daniels, whatever mixture you want to do, you got the veterans. And then there's LAX right there and they're jobbing to and they're jobbing to the private party tonight. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get party, it. But they're not there yet. No. Let them still earn their bones, man. We talk yeah. about every week how losses make Sammy G look good. Look at his overall career, one loss record in AW. He's under five hundred. He's taking losses all the time. Why can't private party? All of a sudden, you put Matt Hardy on him. Which I'm glad what are you doing with him? Yeah, what are you doing with him? Can we talk about that for a second? What are you doing with Matt Hardy all of a sudden? Where do you do with Matt Hardy all of a sudden? All of a sudden. No, don't get me all. Uh, I'm, I'm getting texted I would girlfriend. Bro. Loud. Bro. I, 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 I would have rather. All right, calm your blood pressure. Calm your blood pressure. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want, to, I don't want you to throw your back out so you can't perform next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as I don't sneeze, okay? <laughs> hey, you haven't cleared your throat and your microphone I, I, tonight. You're doing good, bro. I'm going to knock on wood hey, here. <laughs> dude, 
We're good. I told you we're money tonight. Man. We're money. We're, we're money. We're money. <laughs> we're money. No, here, d- dude. I would have rather seen like Matt Hardy in like a one-on-two match with with LAX. Like, and he kept changing his, you know, personalities. I would have rather seen that than LAX versus Private Party tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm not even kidding you. Like, if you like did some weird shit where he like jumped out of the ring and pretended to tag himself, and he jumped, he was like Damascus, and then jumped back in as Matt Hardy. I would have liked some weird shit like that better than what we saw tonight. Like, legit, because the other thing too is they're doing this is how is this doing anything with Matt Hardy? Who's <laughs> one of your premier fucking guys? Or, like I said last week, put Matt Hardy in a program with Archer. Archer. Dude, Kyle, you have Snake, you have Hardy, you have Archer. You could have started selling that from the day after the pay-per-view. There's there's just five other things I would do instead of putting him with Private Party. And, uh, I I mean, again, I know I'm beating a dead horse, but how... How is it even credible? How do you? How does LAX come out of this looking to do anything? They don't. <laughs> the party. They do, they're going to be on dark, dude. Now? Yeah, they're going to be on dark next week. That's, you know, that's, that's what's going to happen, bro. I mean, they're they going to be on dark, best, picking up wins. They're one of the best fucking tag teams. Pure, look at compete. Compared with companies, listen, they're going to be they on dark against Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. They're going to be in yeah, on dark versus Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. Joey Janela, Sonny Kiss, on dark. That's what you got, LAX doing. That's that's and what's going to happen, bro. I'm fucking shit. Oh. Mm. the spot again. I know impact. It is what it is. The mm-hmm. spot they left that impact. Mm-hmm. And the dominance they were showing there, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they are. Dude, go the back, go back to the ladder match. Go back to the go back to the ladder match with the Lucha Brothers. The Lucha Brothers last match at Impact with LAX. That's all oh. I gotta say. And those oh, of you guys oh, out there oh, listening that are like, anything. "Oh, Impact I'll sucks," put- I'm gonna tell you, there's certain pay per views. Like, I'm gonna watch Slammiversary. Because for some reason they always deliver for Sam Aversary. They 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 do. Yeah. They always they do. deliver. They and dude, that first of all, that program was great. And that match was incredible. For what it was. It was a ladder match. It was a tornado tag. It was a sporadic crazy match. It was insanity that match. I I'm telling you right now, AEW fans who have not seen LAX elsewhere. If they were to go back and watch that match, they'd be like, "What the fuck is AEW doing with this?" Yeah, thing? Yeah, That's why. And, and, these, and, the, and the viewers are like, "Wow, this fucking dude is fucking crazy." You get pissed over a match. No, that's my point. AC, you made it perfectly. Go back and look at their impact stuff. Go again. Don't look at the company. Go look at the wrestlers in the company. There are actually some that are doing well, that did well there, are doing well there. God, for Eddie Edwards, for God's sake. Yeah. I mean, I could go, I mean, I could name others, but uh, John Morrison's wife is another one. There's I don't know, I mean, I mean, would, would Brian... Is on a good run. That's three. I mean, mm. dude, what they've done with LAX, and, and the fact of the, of the the minds that are behind the stage of AEW, I well, hold on. don't comprehend. I don't understand. If it, guys, if it's if we're having this conversation a year ago, 
and I told you they're going to have their own company, the Bucks, LAX, SCU, FTR, and the Lucha Bros, and the tag team champions would be Hangman and Kenny. What I'll tell you high. You're high. Yeah, <laughs> right. You're I would have been like, get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You, you just you, you sum the whole thing up. I'm going to make one quick point, and then let's, let's move on here. Let's move on to Taz and Cage. And I'll, I'll, segue, I'll, segue, I'll segue us into it because my point segues, uh, segues us in as I can spit it out. Well, here. you're the point guard of this my, show. My guys. point. Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm producing this bitch. Hey, listen. I still, yeah. On, listen, let's I'm, hear it. I'm let's still hear putting. It. I'm still. Uh, don't, don't ever call me Steph Curry, you cocksucker. Come <laughs> <laughs> kid. Um, let's go, kid. Oh Jesus Christ! Why are we talking about basketball? <laughs> oh Christ! Anyway, Brian Cage. Would Brian Cage walk into AEW into a title shot without the run he had before he got hurt and impact? Even with the run he had in, 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 in Lucha Underground, wouldn't have been enough. Tony Khan clearly was trying to piggyback off of what he did before he got hurt in and Impact. So Impact, oh, you know, it, it matters. It, it's not. I, listen, it, we know it's not high tier the whole thing, and I don't watch it every week, and I'm not trying to say it's this great wrestling show because I'd be lying to you if I said that. But I'll. They do do a pretty good job with the pay-per-views. Um, and you have those certain spotlights. And that's why you get excited about a Tesla Beatrice. You get excited about LAX. You get excited about a Brian Cage. And speaking of Brian Cage, Taz, Cage, they come out. Taz promotes the match. It's being moved uh, a week out. We all know about the COVID situation with uh, with uh, Mox's wife. Um did they ever clarify whether he has it or not, or they're just is this precautionary? They never said it. They're yeah, they never, that. they never they never clarified. Well, but here's the thing. Well, well, here's but here here's here's the thing. If he doesn't give him permission to say it, they can't say it. it's a medical thing. So, they, but they're either way they're either way they're taking precautions. Uh, but White House jump in because you made a point about Taz calling out WWE. So roll with that. Oh, you you heard it tonight. I mean, the the point that he made, I don't know what word for word what he said, a cesspool. I mean, he took a he, Taz took a shot at WWE tonight because you had three guys, what three people last week and and, and Vince, according to reports, is pissed that Renee went on her own Twitter to say that she had it. But you also had one Why of would he be upset producers. about that though? Why would he be upset about that? Because he wants to keep that in house. Okay, he wants to keep it in house. I don't know how, how is it going to stay in house their, when it when her husband their, is the top guy in another company. <laughs> I, I mean, well, you had Renee come out saying she had it. One of their better producers of NXT, Pierce, he had it. He has it, and you have Jamie Noble has it. Three of them in the last week come out and say it. Well, could and you imagine if they wore their mask? While wow, they're at the show, and, and that's why Taz. If you listen to what he said, was the cess a cess? We're not a cesspool. We test. He was taking a shot at WWE tonight. I think you want to be. I, I think you want to be careful about that, though. And here's the reason why: 
they have a lot of people around the ring not wearing masks, standing very close to each other. Now, I really don't care that they do that. It doesn't bother me one bit. Right. I really don't care. Honestly. Contests before and after each show. But here, listen, whether you're testing... I can tell you what I... I, I, Cool. Listen, it's cool. It's It's great. They test all the time. It's great. I know they do. That's fine. But here's the thing. You cannot take shots at other people when you're doing that. I don't care if it's inside, outside. It doesn't fucking matter. Oh, I agree. You have people unmasked. It's cool. I'm just saying. You can't do that. And then I don't want to hear, once again, JR. And, of course, he said it when Hangman came out because we know all about Hangman. And I don't want to hear, again, I don't want to hear all these guys sitting here uh, lecturing people on wearing fucking masks when you have 45 fucking people on your TV show standing next to each other not wearing a goddamn mask. I don't care. Listen, if, you're, if your take on it is that you should wear a mask, then wear the fucking mask when you're on the show. I'll give you more credit for wearing the mask and saying it than not wearing it and telling me to fucking wear it. I'd personally I'll, rather not JR put that PSA out there. Just, I want some entertainment that doesn't have that stuff right now. That's what I'm looking for. I hear it every day. I see it every day. I agree. That's a good point, too. I, I agree with that, escape. too. I just want to escape. Dude, that's why I'm not even... Let's let's be honest. Before we get into the total match, that's why I'm not even really that excited about watching pro sports. Because I'll tell you something right now. I watch every UFC event. And I'll tell you one thing about the UFC. You, you watch it. Yes, the guys in the octagon fighting and the ref don't have masks on. Every other fucking person, except for the commentators who are spread spread out around the octagon right now, they're not even next to each other like they normally are, which the wrestling commentators are, are everybody else in that arena, outside guys, cut men, corner men, they're all wearing masks. So whether you agree with the mask thing or not, they're they're practicing. They're practicing what they preach. They're All pre- these other yeah, shows are, are, are not practicing what they preach. So stop fucking preaching. Stop preaching. You you don't give me this PSA about wearing a mask when you're not fucking wearing one, dude. It's stupid. You sound idiotic. And, and listen, I I don't I, I don't I don't want to be lectured by wrestlers, uh, actors, fucking athletes, commentators. None of it. Because when, when push comes to shove and you're performing your duty, you guys aren't wearing them. So you have no credibility. So shut the fuck up about it already. And Taz, and listen, I like Taz and his pro, uh, uh, you know, maybe, I didn't totally notice that he was calling out WWE. Maybe he was, maybe he yeah, wasn't. I, I, but I, I think you got to be now. very careful about that. Because if you turn around this week and 10 people test fucking positive for COVID-19 when they're in Jacksonville, which is a... Spike right now, whether you believe the or media or not, yes. whatever. If they have ten people test positive this week, he's going to look like an asshole, and they're all going to look like assholes for telling you wear a fucking mask. So shut the yeah. fuck up about the mask. Either wear it or shut the fuck up about it. That's I, I, I'm I, I'm going to say it every. The more they say it, the more I'm going to say this. I, it's just that's just I, I can't take it anymore. Stop already. No, I wish and and and, and, and as I sent you something so you can see where. You know, I uh, you know, Jazz was tending. I sent you something you can read it later. But also in attendance at Fighter Fest, which I'm hoping that he gets an opportunity, was uh, uh, Pillman's son, and uh, he was at the uh, AEW show tonight. So hopefully that leads to an opportunity for him, because if anybody has seen his stuff on MLW, oh, I see a uh, major shot. Major he shot. he has a. Uh, 
he, he reminds me a little bit of his old man a little bit, but he has his own thing going on, and I just hope he gets an opportunity. Uh, and uh, so I just want to throw that out there. And I, I know it has nothing to do with tonight, but I just saw that, and uh, I hope he gets an opportunity because um, I was a big fan of his old man, and I hope his son gets an opportunity to spotlight because his stuff on MLW, guys, I don't know if you caught it, Edwards or AC. But I haven't stuff, watched it in a while, yeah. His stuff, I've seen him before. His stuff is pretty good, man. Him and, and him and Davey's son are the two guys that I enjoy. And, and the Von Erics, they're, they're boys. Um, yeah, I love those Carrie's, mm. Dude, I love those guys. I haven't man. seen them yet. Those I haven't, four, I haven't seen them oh, they are fantastic. Those four. Well, I've seen I've seen Davy Boy Junior, of course. And then you got, of course, and then you got the Samoan uh, as the champ, dude. They put I, out a good show. They put out now, a listen, show, him I've seen, and he's awesome. He's awesome. I, I I just I just. I mean, of well, course, how many Samoans aren't awesome? I mean, right, come on, yeah. every every Samoan's awesome. I mean, let's be exactly. honest. Exactly. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there because I I, I I just uh, you know. Taz took a shot tonight. I don't think it. Again, I don't think they need to do these things with WWE. Just right. do your thing, man. You don't need to take shots. But once right. I heard it, I knew exactly what he meant. Because listen, we, you know, Let's, yes, he's home with Renee. Because listen, it's one or two things. All right, Moxley Let's, is Moxley either has it or he's staying home. In a quarantine to make sure he doesn't. Well, it's fine. That's he, and he, listen. That's they're playing. They're, they're playing it. it. That's cool. They're playing it safe. I'm not. I'm not going to down on them for playing it safe with John Moxley. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about them lecturing people on wearing no, fucking no, no, masks right. when they're not I doing too, it. But, but anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to the. Let's let's move on. Yeah, he shouldn't do it. Let's move on to the. Let's move on to the main event. Um. Uh, you got uh, obviously best friends. Hangman, Omega, the champs, tag team championship match. Uh, yeah. I'm going to jump on the opening right here because I, I don't know why. Like, obviously, little oh, things with AEW is really bothering me. Like, how many times is somebody going to drive up with a car? And now we got best friends driving up with a car with their mom. And I'm like, listen, I get best friends is goofy and whatever. I, this to me is, listen. This is the match that's supposed to be closing your show. This is supposed to be your main event. This is supposed to be your, you know, I don't know you need this goofy shit right now. This is like the eight-year-old crap that I bitch about with WWE. You want to do that to open the show when the eight-year-old's watching? All right. You know what I mean? Even then, it's kind of blah, but all right, you did it. (laughs) If they weren't, Cody drives up, FTR drives up, you know, Butcher Blade drive up with FTR's truck. How many people are going to drive up to this this fucking area, like you're just literally beating it. Be- you mean beating a dead horse? Like we beat dead horses on this show. The reason we have to beat dead horses is because they beat dead horses on their show. You know, and they beating a dead horse again. And that, to me, it just kind of kicked it all off for me. Like, come on, man. But um, you know, Edwards, your thoughts about this one, this match here, the the main event, the tag team match. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't think it was very main event esque. But your thoughts? Yes. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, like we alluded to earlier, I think tonight I would have pulled best friend shock the world and win the belts just to get them on somebody, you know, a legitimate tag team like we talked about. Might have got Pick a pop, any too. any of the six to ten teams that they have. 
Uh, but yeah, again, dude, it's like I'm not, I, and I've never been a big fan of two individuals tag champs. I just. It doesn't make sense to me. We scream about and it with WWE all the time. It doesn't make sense to me. It, it, yeah, exactly. Why can't we see Hangman versus Archer in a feud? Why can't we see exactly. New Japan Kenny wrestling for 45 minutes tearing the roof off? It's I just do not understand it. And going back to the promo that they cut earlier, I want your guys' opinion on this because as I as I look at my Skype right now, I see the Bullet Club logo. White House. Yes, sir, that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bullet Club was so cool. They were badass. Yeah. They were all great together. Mm-hmm. When you see the elite, they come yeah. off to me as freaking dorks. <laughs> I knew where you were going with it. <laughs> I don't understand what happened. Dude, we were bought in because we thought Bullet Club Elite was yeah. running a show. And what we got were a bunch the, of dorks. These are the guys who beat, beat, and executed AJ Styles. Yes, out of the Bullet Club. These are the guys. Again, I'm going to say it again for those in the back who beat and executed, executed. AJ Styles. AJ fucking Styles out Listen, of the guys, Bullet Club. Have you, guys, have you guys heard Big Foul's quote from a, a week or two ago? Yeah, he he. he, I, no, I, he I saw it. He uh, shredded. He shredded. You know. You know what? Really? He did. I I I, I I I saw it and I didn't. Uh, it was bad luck. I, um, let me see yeah, if I can pull it. I didn't know if he. I didn't know if it was a work look up, or. Look up and I'll, try, I'll I'll paraphrase as you look it up, AC. Yeah, I'm gonna um, look it up right now. Basically, Paul A. It was right after week one of the uh, tournament, and he said that the worst. Thing that the Bullet Club did was allow the Elite in. Uh, elite was the biggest mistake, but uh, basically that's him. That's me paraphrasing what Fale said. Fuck. And you look at right now where we are in the, the state of things. Mm-hmm. How can what he said be wrong? You know, but you know the the downfall of the of Bullet Club where they are right now. You could you could assert that to where the elite was with the Bullet Club. They left, and now they're picking up the pieces. Right, and I'm not going to lie to you. I have I love that Jay White's there. Mm-hmm. I love where they're they're headed towards with with what they're doing with Bullet Club. They have to repair the damage the elite left in it. That's what Follet was trying to get to. Right. You know, and, and I agree. Edwards, listen, you know, you look at, we just ripped, we just ripped the creativity of where they're going with the tag team division. The When you look at the EVPs, who's in charge of the tag team division? Nick and Matt. Right. Bucks. Right. The Bucks. And, and how the Bucks okay with having freaking LAX job the private party. And they're okay with that. Yeah, but I don't this even dude, I don't even know. Dude, I don't even know if you if that's even a, you know, a part of this conversation. This is this this is this is about the the way the elite 
is acting on on AEW shows the way Kenny. We talked about it with Kenny early on. I'm looking acting whole, like goofy yeah, yeah. and I'm the, forget. The yeah, but hold on, take yeah, but you're, you're bringing up shit we already talked about. Just take the elite on their own merit right now. Oh, and and I'll throw a hangman a bone. He's the only one that's wrestling serious out of all of them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got you got you got Kenny jump. Dumping a freaking beer out, which we already know. I, I don't see him doing that, but he did it anyway. I mean, what? I don't know, man. I just I so don't here know we what go. They're trying to do. I don't know what they're trying to do. Real you quick, I got I, I got the I got I got the first of all the Cody the Cody part of it, like we talked about, is kind of weird because yeah, it, it was it, it was him and him and Omega. That whole dynamic was very. You know, they were at war for most of that time. You know what I mean? Um, like before, yeah, versus right. New Japan, and but club. Kenny That's Omega, but Kenny, work. Kenny, but. I, it, I don't. The problem was New Japan wouldn't go all the way with Cody. I think it right. worked. It would have worked. It, it, they teased it with Adam Cole, where Adam Cole tried to say he was the leader of the Bullet Club, and the Bucks yeah. were like, "No, no, 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 no." Kenny Omega is the leader of the Bullet Club. But anyway, uh, this is this is the um, Fale interview. I'll just run it. I'll run through it quickly, and then there was another tweet I got. Um, so uh, they said, hey, "Technical issue news first. You got me downloading Zoo Zoom. I don't have time for that stuff. I have more important things to do, like TikTok. He he he. All right, I don't know why you want to be on TikTok, but all right. So let's. Yeah, yeah. I think he's being a. I think he's joking around there. Um, yeah, so yeah. let's talk about Bullet Club. You cele- you celebrated the seventh anniversary recently, Fale. We did. And did you think in 2013 that the group would still be a force seven years later? He said, "No, not at all." That was a surprise when we talked. When we talked to Tamatanga, he said he knew from the start it would would go forever. Fale, well, that's how much of an impact this faction has made in in the wrestling world. Things like these don't last usually. But there's a teamwork that we've had that nobody else does, and that's what's kept us together for so long. Now, mind you, obviously, Tamatanga and Fale are two of the originals, and really the only two originals left. Yeah, original, originals, yeah. Founders, originals, whatever you want to call them. Egos egos don't get in the way. Fale, if if you're talking, talking, talking all the time, then you aren't going to last. You work together, then something like this can happen and work. Well, let's start at the beginning Invasion Attack 2013. You came back from Excursion and were reintroduced as Prince, Prince Devitt's bodyguard. For those of you who don't know who Prince Devitt is, Finn Balor. Fale, um, that's right. Bullet Club officially started that May and Don Kitu, uh sorry, Japan, I don't know how to pronounce it. Do you know that something was in the works before Devitt and Carl Anderson at that point? And for those of you who don't know the history, Carl Anderson, Prince Devitt, Bad Luck Fale, Tamatanga, the original four. Anyway, Fale, no, I had no idea. I thought it was just going to be me, Devitt, at first. We never talked about a group. I was there as his bodyguard, and, and he was teaching me how to be a singles wrestler. When we spoke to Tamatanga, he said the same about his relationship with Carl Anderson. So this was between the two of them right up uh, to Danku. Right, we were along for the ride. I was very, very green. When when I was coming through Dojo, Carl, Devitt, along with Matt, 
were were my senpai. No idea. So I always... Oh, okay. Thank you. So I always try to listen to what they told me, but yeah, I was still green. You relied on them telling what to do. 100%. I, I say it was until they... Devitt in April of 14, Anderson February 16, that I really had to figure out for myself what I had to do. I wasn't until then I started thinking for myself because I was forced to. What are the sort of things Devitt in particular teach you? Well, one of the things you really important is knowing what your role is and sticking to it. If you know your role and stick to it, everything else moves right. But if you start getting greedy and egotistical, it all goes the wrong way. See, that, that, see hang on. Right, right. Hang on. Let me get through it. T- that's teamwork okay. then. Fale, exactly. Back then, Carl and Devitt knew way more than me and Tama, so if they said they wanted something done, we did it. No questions asked. The four of you had an incredible heat through the early months of the Bullet Club. Fale, there'd never been anything like it. The heat, the hate was real, man. Was it intimidating you to still, uh, Still early in your career. Not at all. I got goosebumps just thinking about it. Not really. Really becoming a heel. It was weird, but I liked it. I know other guys like getting cheered, but I get a high from making people hate me. The fans were vocal both in and out of the arenas. Fale, yeah. The office was... The office got phone calls. I hear complaining about us. Hey, this was something (laughs) new. We were making a change. Not just in new, not just in New Japan, but for all wrestling. Do you think your position as four foreigners with a new attitude changed perception on non Japanese wrestlers in New Japan? Fale, yeah, I think so. I credit Carl and Devitt with that. Before Bullet Club, we were very quiet and humble. We didn't want to disrespect the company, but at the same time, we wanted to speak our minds. When Bullet Club started, we were forced. Doing, we were we were a force doing what we wanted, and the company had no choice but to listen to what we had to say. There was a change in how you regard how you were regarded by the office. Fale, yes, and I think that helped everyone. It was a good thing for all the foreign wrestlers, not just not just in Bullet Club. We made a change across the whole company, in the ring and in the locker room. One year after Bullet Club formed, Prince Devitt left NJPW. Was difficult to lose your mentor like that, Fale. It was obviously stressful, but I looked at Anderson, and after that, and then AJ Styles came along, and so did Doc Gallows. We gained two guys that I could really learn from, and I really did a lot of growing at that point. At at Donku. 2014, a new leader, AJ Styles, captured the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Hypothetically, had AJ not filled the spot that Devitt had left, how would Bullet Club have moved forward? I think you would have seen Anderson take the lead at that point. I reckon it still would have been just as successful under Carl. We had so much fun with him. And I think even if AJ hadn't come, we'd have been just as successful. Yujiro Takahashi. I don't know about that, but Yujiro, I get what he was saying. Yujiro Takahashi. Boy, he talk bad about his boy. All right, Yujiro Takahashi joined the group Donku 2014. Father y- Yujiro was incredibly important to us. How so? Yujiro was the, was with Chaos before, and yep. they didn't. Hold on, I fucked it up. They didn't show him any respect. 
we were a group of outsiders, and we could see that he was slowly shunned by chaos and becoming an outsider himself. So, you know what? Let's take him in. He'll be a great addition. He was, still is. Yep. The first Japanese member of Bullet Club, Fale, and he paved the way. If it weren't for Yujiro, we wouldn't have had um, uh, uh, Tashi Ishimori, and we wouldn't have had Kenta today. This is a big difference he made and still makes. I think Kenta's a huge piece on Bullet Club today. I think it was a great addition. With AJ at the helm, Bullet Club's boos were becoming cheers, and there was a real surge in popularity. Your thoughts on the period in the summer of 2014? Fale, AJ clearly helped us. For me personally, I was still an enforcer. I didn't mind being hated. But now you had guys like AJ in the group and got cheered sometimes even as heel because of how great of a wrestler he was. Was the change a dynamic problem? Fale, no. If anything, that balance of hate and love, I think, is what kept us going over the years, in my opinion. This is like a really great... um, his, history of the Bullet Club, to be honest with you. It is. Re- really it is, good. It is. It is. I, I enjoyed right. the interview. All right. For you personally, 2014 was a big year. You feuded with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura from the spring, making the, yeah. making the finals of the New Japan Cup, and then winning the IWGP Intercontinental Championship in the summer. Fale, I, st- I still felt green. I got a lot of chances, so I must have been doing something right. But myself in the ring. I had no idea what I was doing, really, or how I fit in. I go back and watch these matches from that era and certainly see how good Shinsuke was in those matches. Yeah. I'd, I'd gotten good results, but I hadn't figured out what I needed to be, especially when it came to being a champion. There was a rapid expansion for Bully Club at the time with a lot of new members over a short period. Did a part of you feel like it was getting too big too quickly? Fale, no, I wouldn't say that. But when we started, we were very uh, team-focused. We were doing what we could to bring all of us up. All for one, one for all. Yeah, or Fale, yeah. But when we had a lot of new members, sometimes not even I knew when somebody had joined. So there is a point where I wasn't happy. We had to take a step back and reassess what was going on. In January 2016, AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows all left New Japan. When you, when you all met together and that was discussed, were you optimistic Bullet Club's future or were you optimistic about Bullet Club's future or was the group in danger of finishing at that point? Fale, I had my doubts uh, about the club at that point. I think everybody did. There, there was that time where we thought, what are we going to do next? I was confident we'd be okay by myself. I was confident I'd be okay by myself if need be. I was confident I could survive even if Bullet Club was done. But, yeah, I didn't feel it could have been done. Oh, this, that's part one. There's a part two. Hold on. i got to find part two. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Son well, of a bitch. Part two. That was a good history lesson. And... If you notice some of the things he said in the beginning of how it was, uh-huh. you could tell he was segueing and taking shots on how he had they had members that didn't have that same philosophy. Yes. Again, well, I he was, yeah, he was playing. He was playing. 
He was planting the seeds. He was planting, and then in this part two, when EC finds it, then he starts dropping the hammer. And nothing he said was wrong. And it's just, I don't know, man. You see how he paints the picture, and then you see what's going on in AEW. It's like, dude, he's right. Yeah. He's right. Yep. All right, hang on. Let's see. It should be close there. Yeah, and that era of New Japan was was excellent. It was the best. It, it was unbelievable. It was best, and you know. Oh, here we go. It, I got just, it. Okay. All right, so, <laughs> folks listening, we're 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 trying to. Yeah, we're throwing. We're, we were throwing. We were throwing this. This is totally thrown together last minute. I apologize. But it's I, I. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, call me crazy. I, I find. I find this interview very interesting. Absolutely. Though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You don't because here's the thing, guys. If you don't know, Fale doesn't talk like this often. No. He's very quiet and reserved. And when he did this interview, it spoke volumes. All right. And so here go we go. Find it. Go on the right, machine and find it. All right. So here we go. Part two. As it happened, Kenny Omega took leadership of Bullet Club at New Year's Dash. Here we go. At New Year's Dash in 2016. In the end, it was clear you and he had a very different vision. Or you and he had very different visions. But at first, how did you feel about Kenny being in charge? Fale. I was excited at first. NJPW is expanding into America with Kenny and Bullet Club at the forefront. Fale, yeah. I thought this was our chance to take what we had built and bring it to the States. Bring it to the world. If it got us notoriety as a brand, but it didn't, it didn't turn out like you thought, Fale, no. It wasn't taking what we had built overseas. It was taking Kenny and the elite, elite version overseas. We weren't wrestling the way we did. We weren't wrestling the way we did. It really, he actually repeated that. I don't know why. Yes. I really felt the way we were losing, I really felt like we were losing our identity. While this was happening at Donku 2017, you wrestled Kazuchika Okada for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. For a while, you had been in the enforcer role, but NJPW World ran a documentary series on you. And it felt as if. Uh, the machine was behind you, Fale. I think it was when you saw me break from being the underboss to becoming the rogue general. This is where I started to feel really figuring things out for myself. Uh, you've had several matches with Okada over the years, and you've been often you've often been successful. What has been your approach to wrestling him? This is obviously work, uh, Fale. I I always wanted to show him how tough I was. In a way, I wanted to show the world how tough he was. He wrestled a lot of great matches that were more American style. And I wanted him to wrestle more Japanese style against me. All the way back to uh, wrestling origins in Japan, we've seen Japanese wrestlers have to adapt and, r- adapt and wrestle from underneath uh, against big foreign heels. Fale. And that's gone away, don't you think? You feel like you can represent the old school role? 
Fale. It's not just a size thing either. It's about physical toughness. You do not want to get on my bad side. And that goes for the ring, and that goes for being at the bar, anywhere. I'll beat the crap out of you. you you're not one for showmanship, in other words. No, I'm not flashy. I'm certainly not going to flip, LOL. But I'll beat you up. And that's meant I've always been in demand. And I've always been a threat to guys like Okada and Tanahashi. There was a clear struggle for power in the direction of Bullet Club. And we saw that really surface in the 2018 G1. Fale, you could say that. Laughs. There was a lot of focus on Kenny Omega and the elite side of Bullet Club. While you and Tamatanga were taking things in a different direction. Before I read his answer, have you noticed they have not mentioned the Young Bucks one time in this entire oh, interview? And how nope. many times has he said, how many times has he dropped that that's who he's talking about? I mean, I don't know that he's directly talking about them. And I don't know that they're not talking about him because the AEW thing. They bring up Omega, but they never bring up the Young Bucks. Um, oh, all right, so... Fale's answer, hey, I didn't get pinned or submitted once in that tournament. Why didn't I win? Well, you got disqualified a lot. Fale, on the one hand, it was a lot of fun. And then it was also that I didn't give a fuck. Bullet Club was being taken in a direction I didn't like, so I thought, fuck it. Your comment in the pre-tournament press conference was a simple, fuck them. Fale, that's it. Me and Tom had just said to each other, let's just have some fun. We did. And I understand I almost got fired from it. The office wasn't really happy with some of your antics. Fale. But doing that, I brought some of our fans back. People were fans of AJ and Carlo. That had gone away because the style had changed under Kenny. That autumn uh, at King of Pro Wrestling, Jay White joined the Bullet Club. Along with Jado and Gato. You had an eye on Jay for a while, correct? Yep. He's a fellow from Kiwi, so I was definitely following him. I felt like a nat- It felt like a natural fit for Bullet Club. Was that something you felt right away? Fale, I thought so, yeah. Right from the start, I could see he didn't fit where he was. I thought from day one, with his looks and his smarts, he could be another AJ, another Devitt. He's a very smart wrestler. He knows just how to make people hate him. You could say the same of El Fantasmo and certainly of Kenta. How do you react to his attack to Tsuya Naito at the Tokyo Dome? Follow. That was ma- or fa- Fale. That was magic. It was real hate. Real heat. Just like we had back in the day with Devitt. Something like that. You feel it in the, holy shit, everything's changing again. We did this with Tama as well. I have a little list of Bullet Club members here, and I'd like us to play word association with every name. Fale, <laughs> haha. <laughs> oh shit, okay. <laughs> this is, this is going to be great, I can tell this, already. So, this like, is the part of, folks, you've been waiting to hear. This so, is it, right here. So in chronological order, Prince Devitt, Fale, Devitt, Asshole. Seriously? Fale. What? Who's next? Tamatanga. Fale. Asshole. Carl Anderson. Fale. Asshole. 
I'm enjoying this. I've got a good one for the next one. Who is it? L Terrible. File A. Big Asshole. <laughs> Ray, Ray Buccanero and, and La Commandante. File A. Who? They're assholes too. The Young Bucks. File A. Two assholes. Doc Gallows. File A. Oh, giant asshole. AJ Styles. File A. Little asshole. Yujiro Takahashi. File A. Japanese asshole. Are you going to publish this? Question mark. If the com- <laughs> Answer. If the company lets us. File A. Make sure they do. Who's next? Kenny Omega. File A. Canadian asshole. <laughs> Cody Hall. I forgot about Cody Hall. File A. Hmm. Yeah, he's an asshole. Chase Owens. Long pause. What can I say about Chase? Asshole. Tangaloa. File A. Asshole. Adam Cole. Asshole, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that was my favorite. That was my favorite part right there. I love that. Hangman Bay Bay in there. Hangman Page. Fale. Hanging asshole. Cody. Fale. The American asshole. <laughs> King Haku. Fale. Oh. You're a little more careful about Haku. Fale. Yeah, you have to be. He's the man. Respect for Haku. Gino Gambino. Gino Gambino. Fale. Oh, he's an asshole. Hukuloao. Falu or Fale. Young asshole. <laughs> Taji Ishimori. Fale. Muscly asshole. <laughs> Gato. Yeah. Fale. OG. Jado. Fale. Master Heater. There's the respect again. Jay Wright. Uh, Jay White. Fale. King asshole. Robbie Eagles, Fale, Ozzy Asshole, El Fantasmo, Fale, another Canadian asshole, Kenta, what sort of an asshole is Kenta? Yeah, he's an asshole. What are Bullet Club's plans when NJ, uh, NJPW returns? Fale, a lot will depend on the travel restrictions when, when things get lifted somewhat, but when we are back in Japan, we are going to hit hard and we're going to have fun. That's all I could say. So there you go. Two-part interview series from Bad Luck Fale. And um, uh, definitely lighthearted with the asshole stuff at the end. But yeah. you can see there's definitely a difference of opinion between the career Jap- Japanese guys like Tama and Fale yeah. and, and some of the, the elite guys. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the one thing he said there, um, you know... Ed, Ed, Edwards, I want to hear your thoughts about this because you and I are both big fans of this guy, Carl Anderson. Mm-hmm. I've always viewed I always viewed him as even when Devitt and AJ were theirs, he was like still the mouthpiece. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, maybe he wasn't the ace, but he was almost like the leader. You know what I mean? Yep. They were yeah, the ace the in the I ring, remember. and and the thing I is, Fale established that right, right. That, that's what I was gonna, that's what I was getting at. Um, but also, we have to remember is, and this is partially because Devitt left so quickly, he was a junior at the time. AJ is kind of, AJ and Carl, Carl with the mic, AJ with the world credibility, brought them yep. into like the IWGP champion era. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. that, was, that was a pretty good timeline. I mean, 
You missed when the Bucks came in. You missed when Kenny really came in when he was a junior. Um, there's other things that happened that were kind of, you know, it, I mean, how I mean, how long of an interview are you going to do? Obviously, but very very cool. Overall overall thoughts for me, and I'll you know I'll let you guys put a bow on it. There's definitely a distinct difference between what we knew the Bullet Club to be and what we know the elite to be right now. Yeah, definitely. And that that's right, yeah. that yeah, that I guess that's why I brought the question up in the first place because we went Great. through the tag teams that they have, you know, and we have the the individuals that they have now and that they're building now that they have Brody Lee and Archer in. Like I don't understand how MJF Wardlow, the surprises of Wardlow and even Jungle Boy you keep going down the, the roster. Guys, you never would have known. EW <laughs> isn't the greatest thing that we've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, it's still good. It's good, yeah. but I, oh I yeah, overall it's good. Like yeah. you know, you get these toys from Japan. You basically took the Bullet Club. You know, How, why isn't this the greatest thing we've ever seen in our entire lives? Well, and here's yeah. the here's the other thing. I just want to piggyback White House and then jump in real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Something White House said earlier about Cody not being the main guy. I, I think that plays into it because so many huge feuds for him early on when Jericho was... There was no natural transition from Jericho to a main guy. And if they wanted that natural transition, they should have been booking Moxley as that guy and they haven't done it that way, which is strange. But White House, go ahead. You hit the nail on the head where I think we are with AEW as a whole. The expectations of because of who they were elsewhere, mm. coming here, creating this, we expected want more. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth there. Words. I'm not trying to. No, you're, you're right so my, far. My, my, my thing is you took Arguably, again, again, it's it's just it's just a ranking system in a wrestling magazine. But those guys tried to get that number one ranking, the number one guy. You know, he beat Okada. He was a North American that held that championship, where we could count on one hand how many North Americans have done it. He did it. Now he's coming and creating a company with with arguably a top-tier tag team that's dominated everywhere they've been. And then you take Cody with the mind of his father mm. and the talent and that wasn't being used right in WWE. And you have all this stuff, and we saw the antithesis of this and I said it wrong because I'm like three uh, apple Jim beans deep, and I apologize for <laughs> that word. We saw that. All you gotta say is what I say. I use bigger words Woo! that I don't even know what they mean, but God they sound damn. good. And we saw an <laughs> all in two years ago, mm. and we saw all in, and that's what we want AEW to be. Not what we saw in all out. What we saw in all in. That's what I... All I was pretty good, too, though. I'm not saying that, but it's, it, it, it pales in comparison to All Out. 
You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but you listen. Oh, you uh, the one thing I'll say about that is you. It's you have a different perspective because you were there, and, and being at enough being at enough shows live. When you when you go to a show live, you have a much different opinion about that show. Okay, and you're probably right, but that's what I wanted to see, and I'm not getting it. I got the number one wrestling wrestler in the world, arguably in a fucking tag team. I don't know that he is anymore. Who's underachieving? I think I, I think gotta, the I think the number one wrestler in the world is on NXT right now, and I want him. <laughs> Can we make oh, a trade? Well, well, Can we make some kind of trade? Two years ago. Two years ago, he was number one. And you look at the trilogy of matches. Yeah, Adam Cole is the perfect guy for AEW, let's be honest. He is. He is, but he's on, he's on another year to go. Um, he, You look at the trilogy of matches. In other words, I'm, gonna peak, I'm going to go shoot back to you when I, when I... We list trilogy of matches. If you list that trilogy, uh, whether it's uh, Kenny Omega 1, 2, or 3, I prefer Kenny Omega 2. Of all three of them was the was the Broadway. That Broadway was Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat. Mm. That's mm. what that Broadway was. That's the fucking Kenny Omega I expected to see in Amen. AEW. Amen. Not a spot monkey in a tag team with a guy who's underachieving. But yeah. give, 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 give him credit, though. They did have, like, the best tag team match we've ever seen, though. They, like, give him credit that's for that one. Best. Brother, that's not the best tag team It was match. pretty damn good, though. I mean, let's not totally de- let's not totally destroy his tag team I'm right not, here. I'm not, I'm not destroying it, but I'm putting it in its perspective. You want to talk tag team matches? Give me Starcade, Scaffold Match, Road Warriors, Midnight Express. Give me a scaffold match with the Midnight Express, <laughs> Rock and Roll Express, 1985. Dude, 90% of our audience right now is not even old not enough to know what that is. <laughs> and that's why I'm giving the years. Go Google these. Yeah, I'm go watch not, that shit. Yeah. This is not even close. What they're giving you are cliches. But, that's uh... Is it good? Yes, but it's not even close. Kenny Omega, uh, you're you're on a hate bro tonight. His run, no, no, no. I'm putting it in its perspective. Kenny Omega's run in New Japan was fucking fantastic. I want to see that Kenny Omega in the United fucking States, not in Japan, in the United States in AEW. I don't think you're That's gonna see it. I, though. I don't see. think you're gonna see it. No, though. you're not. No, and he's already Dude, said he's. That. He's not He's getting. You're not getting 45 minutes, 50 minutes an hour. You're not, dude. It's just, it's a different he world, does, though. Why? Make, Why? He wants, he wants to make wrestlers. I, you know, you know, I, I, Edwards. That's a great question. You want to know? My honest, my only answer is yeah. that yeah. they're on regular pay per view and they have a three hour window. I, I mean, I, I don't have a great answer for that. We're not getting three hours. We're getting two hours and change. We're not even getting three. No, well, pay per view you get about three. I mean, it's like when, not, dude, 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 when WWE we're doing without pay per view is the same thing, dude. Right. You you get you no, no, pay per view. You, you have you have to understand how pay per view works. You have a window. You have to stay in. Hear me out. Give me one second. I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm not trying to debate you. You're right. What I'm saying is, I I get the I get the pay per views through the uh the Bleacher Report, the the Bleacher whatever app. You're not even getting three hours 
on these AEW pay-per-views right now. You give Kenny Omega 45 minutes, now we're getting three hours. So what? what, what they the only way they're going to do that, though, is they need to bump it to a four-hour show. And it, the reason I'm saying that is, A, pay-per-view, you only have that window, right? So you have that allotted window. If it's a three-hour window, the reason why you get just under three hours is because they can't go over. If they go over, whoever's on traditional pay-per-view will lose it. So WWE used to have the same, they used to do the same thing. They had a three-hour or a four-hour pay-per-view. So you want to tell me that AEW should go to a four-hour pay-per-view? I'm game. I think they should. I absolutely think they should. Especially considering they only do the th- for, for a year. It, would that open up an opportunity for a five-star Kenny Omega match? I think it would. But I think the way they're the way they're doing the show and keeping the pay-per-view to two hours and change, three hours, if you give Kenny Omega 45 minutes and you're only having a pay-per-view, you know, four times a year, that's a huge chunk of your pay-per-view where Point there's other privilege? people not getting over there. Point of personal privilege? Yes. Can I have Jeff your pronoun, him. please? Can I have your pronoun? Jeff, he, him. Um. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, dude, dude, I, 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 listen. I'm having sensory issues right now. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have did that. that no, that was no, that was tremendous. I'm I'm so glad you did. I'm so glad you did. I cannot wait to listen. I can't, dude. I haven't been this excited to listen back to a show in a long time, just because of that moment. <laughs> All right, I did have a point though. Uh, okay, so let me let me throw this out at you though. Whether you take, I'm waving my hands. Week. I'm waving my hands. You can't see me, but they're waving. <laughs> you're not clapping. You're jazz handed. Uh, so it, whether you take last week the uh, you know lowest rated quarter for them mm-hmm. on the show or tonight, Kenny MJF for forty five minutes. Do you think people even even if it's on TV go back to last week? Oh, Kenny that's MJF a whole in a main event after a big long feud. What is what does the rating look like if Khan had the balls to do that? You know what, guys? I'm going to throw you out there from nine to ten. It's you guys. Boom, done. What would that rating look like? Oh, way yeah. better than it's looked. I I, I, I agree. I'm Kenny, with you, bro. Kenny, 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 Kenny Ray Phoenix. Oh wait, yeah, you know what? You know that you know yeah. you, you bring That's up a, you that you know what? You just brought up a fantastic point. They're doing this pay per view esque shows for the next three weeks, right? Right. Yeah. Under those circumstances, can we get a forty-five minute match, hour match? Yeah, I think you can. I think you can. I think that I think it's part of the problem with the ratings with AEW as a whole. There was an expectation of what we wanted to see as a wrestling fan, and we're not getting that small piece. And it's the Kenny Omega piece. No, it's, I don't. Omega I don't think it's only that. One of my. It's. I'm not saying it. Uh, I, I, I'm painting a broad picture, AC. What I'm saying is part of that broad picture I'm painting is that piece of five star Kenny. We wanted to yeah, see, yeah. maybe not on TNT Dynamite, but on a fucking pay per view. No, I didn't see it. Oh, so I, so I, I'll give you. I'll, this is actually perfect because I could I could nail two points at once. SEMA. 
the last really good Kenny Omega like pure singles wrestling match yes. was last year at fight. I think it was Fight for the Fallen when he wrestled Seema, right? I think you're right. One of those. Right. One of the yeah. two. Yep. One of the two was like his last good like Kenny Omega match, and it was in the middle of the card, which is unusual. But it was like you didn't expect a lot about it because you didn't really know a lot about Seema. The whole thing and the match was fantastic, and I was very impressed with Seema. And we haven't seen Seema in a long time. Now I'm going to assume... in a locker room getting his ass kicked. Because he's Kenny Omega's best friend. So Seema's there? Yeah. I, 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 what was it? During the pandemic, they had a route in the... No, no. You're talking about was, Michael Nakasawa. I'm talking about Seema. Oh. Oh, Seema, okay. no, the Chinese no, guy. They're both talking alike. I'm sorry. They don't look anything Racist. alike. Oh, yeah, I know. That's so racist. They look nothing. I'm going to send you pictures of Seema and Michael Nakasawa. And, 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 and you're, dude, they're doing anything alike. It's just, just too straight and narrow right now. No, it's totally different. You are welcome. You clearly don't know what match I'm talking about if you're thinking about Michael Nakasawa. It was a joke. Anyway. Anyway, anyway. Seema... I'm assuming we haven't seen Sema because of coronavirus or Wuhan right, virus. Probably. China, he's Chinese. He might have the Chinese virus. I, I, who knows? But he's probably in China. But that match was great, and Sema was great. So I'm not trying to disparage Sema and the other Chinese guys they brought over. But Edwards, and you and I have talked about this before, what did Matt Jackson say when he was talking about them? Circus Delay, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we yeah, thought we were... Circus Delay in a ring. Yep. Right. And what we got was some really good wrestlers, which is right. nothing wrong with that. But we didn't uh-huh. get what he said we were going to get. Right. And right. it's it just seems like it's a lot of, like, yeah, you know, guys, look at this. We're doing all this. And it's like, okay, do we see it, you know? And, like, we hear about... And this is going to be a major... Major, and we'll probably get into it more next week with Cage. Because if Cage loses and they do what they did with Lance Archer, and all I hear about is, oh, Tony Khan loves Brian Cage. Well, does he really then? Does he really love Brian Cage? You know what I mean? Like, you know, White House, you had a problem with him even getting a match coming in, which was fair. And. we had that. We had that big thing. I, I thought it was like I thought it was like a money in the bank, but it wasn't. It was a right away title shot. Here he goes. He's jumping right in for a title shot. So he's had a bunch of squash matches. Now he's dumping. He hasn't even had a match that you would consider a representative wrestling match in AEW. So his first representative big actual wrestling match in AEW was supposed to main event Fighter Fest, but now it's going to main event Fight for the Fallen Fighter Fighter Fighters for the Fallen or whatever they're calling it. Fight for the Fallen. Fight for the Fallen. Beautiful. Great. Great main event. Cool. But it's, it's his first representative match. So, and I'll, I'll save my pick for next week, but I'm still thinking if you put a gun to my head, I might be picking John Moxley. We'll see. Um, any more thoughts about uh, Fighter Fest Night 1 before we'll do... We got, we got a few minutes left here. I want to I wanna get uh, picks for night two before we uh before we wrap up here so any more thoughts on fighter fest night one for uh, me I there, guys we, i think we I, for me i'm not speaking for the both of you i i, I thought you know uh, me seven and a half easy you know there's parts of it you know could have made it an eight i think it could have been an eight 
definitely if the if the card flow was better, um, you know, I still think that these EVPs need to get out of their head, you know, self-thinking and look at the fact of where they are. Cody Rhodes should be in the main event. Kenny Omega shouldn't be a tag team champ. He should be in a title picture. You know, these things, if they do these things, you know, I think the nitpicking would be not as easy as it is currently. You know, um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Adam. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say real quickly because it just kind of popped in my head. I think um, I, I almost don't feel bad about nitpicking because the ratings and the sense around ADW is kind of making me feel like we are on to something and it's not just us. So I don't really have a problem. That the, if Listen, if the ratings were great and they were doing great, I would say it's a nitpicking. I think it's just honesty. But, uh, Edwards, your thoughts? Yeah, I actually think like a, a hater like <clears throat> White, for example, would probably agree with a lot that we're saying. Uh, even though some people would say we're nitpick, nitpicking. But trying to be fair, that's all. Um, yeah. uh, I agree with White House there. You said it could be an eight i'll give it like a seven i was a yeah. little bit disappointed you know but uh yeah i agree 100 percent that the evps need to realize who they are in the eyes of our of us of the fans why we got so hyped in the first place for this company give me feuds yep. you know give me omega with the blow off after three months of a feud with somebody Everybody loves Kenny Omega. Think think about it, except for White. Screw White. But the three of us, AC, DJ Stames, he's a different fan than we are. He well, he's, he's old, though. He, you know, he's old. Yeah, he's, he's I would say he's old school, but he's just flat out old. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, my nephew Q, he's, he's going to be 21 years old. Loves Kenny Omega. Like, everybody loves Kenny Omega. So give us Kenny Omega. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I dude, no give it give us some real Kenny Omega, dude. When when he's on top of his game, seriously, when he's Wait. on top of his game, who the fuck is better? So can seriously can, I, can we can we can we also can I just throw this out there though? Does Kenny Omega not bear some responsibility here? Like I mean he's oh, a, he's an EVP. Yeah. He's part of this process here. Um... Why is it Kenny Omega saying, hey, this is not the guy that, you know, everybody signed up to watch New Japan World to watch with Chris Jericho. And, not, you uh-huh. know, not the guy that had the fucking, you know, match of the year against um, against um, uh, uh, Kazuchika Okada how many times? You know what I mean? Right. And, and all those other great matches and Nakamura and the guy who beat AJ Styles at a Bullet Club and everything else. You know, self-evaluation, uh, maybe something like that. Maybe the, the one thing is, I just assume that Kenny thinks this is all good. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, I assume, I, I, but I think Cody, but I also think, you know, it's obvious. It's it's obvious in what he did during the coronavirus lockdowns. He, you know, he had matches where other guys like Spears and Archer and all these other guys had squash matches. You know, Kenny's putting these guys over who nobody's ever going to see again. And they're getting moves in yeah. on him, and he's having ten minute match. And, and listen, it's in his nature. I watched a documentary about him, 
Aside from yeah. all the political bullshit that the documentary was done for, <laughs> I, I no no no. I'm just saying. I'm putting that aside. Right. I'm not. I'm not right, being right, an right. asshole. I'm really not. Right. Um, right. Putting that aside, you know, you saw sides of him where he would go back home to Canada and show up at an indie show and wrestle a guy for 20 minutes just because he loved doing it in front of 50 people. So I just right. think it's very much in his nature to be that guy. But at yeah. some point. When do when does Kenny Omega or when does somebody at AEW say, "Hey, listen, dude, it's your wrong, punch man. the Let's time go. clock, bro. Yeah, Let's punch the time clock." Go. You just said it, AC. You just said it. And I don't. If it's not going to be Tony Khan, maybe it needs to be Arn. Maybe it needs to be Chris Jericho. Somebody needs to say Cody. Well, anyone. You need to be. You need to be that guy. It's best for business. People want to see it. You Some don't, of the- they, they don't even have to put the title on. You could no. mess around with Moxley. Let Moxley out. It doesn't matter. Just give us that guy. Give us well, give us the Omega. That it's we, literally that we, uh, it's literally one of the biggest bitches I hear from people about AEW is <laughs> that Kenny Omega sucks now. And it, listen, we all know Kenny Omega doesn't suck. But this no, right. version we're seeing, but, but this version, other, other, than, other than that one tag match... And then you could go back to like Sema and Moxley. Let's 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 be honest. When he wrestled Sema and he wrestled Moxley, that was last summer. That was last summer. Yeah. So mm-hmm. other other than the tag match this year, which was great, um, what do we have for this guy? Who's we we? I mean, universally, when he's on his game, is one or one A. You know, for everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even in, in, around the world, we're not even talking just about the United States. We're talking about around the, Japan, Norway, yeah, UK, fucking England, you, Australia. You, you look at trilogy of matches. Look it up. I mean, it starts with Ric Flair. It starts with Ric Flair, and Ricky Stebo. You want to go further? They were you amazing. Look, you, dude, dude Ric. Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair, Shytown. Mm-hmm. Start there. <laughs> Start there. Can you send me a link? Yeah, I could. Oh, it's on, it's on uh, WWE Network. Just go to Chi-Town. What is it? Uh, NW, N- oh, WCW. All right. Yeah, I'll check go it out. WCW. Go to their pay-per-views. Find the Chi-Town. It's the only one of them. Yep. Go to the, that whole pay-per-view. Was fucking ridiculously good anyway. So it's a W. It's start, a WCW pay per view called Chi Town. Yeah. yeah, well, because WCW owns NWA, and now WWE right, owns right, right, WCW. Right. But yes, right. No, yes. but I, no, but start you have there. to know where to go. Yeah, start okay. There. Start there. All right. Okay. You look at the trilogy of matches. It starts with Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair. It starts there, and the fact that Kenny Omega. You can have the, the you can have the, the debate that Kenny Omega Okada two mm-hmm. two the second one which was the Broadway our Broadway will compete with any of those three. You can have that conversation. Yep, that's fair. And then you want to talk about another trilogy? You can look at what he did with in, in WCW in the, in the early nineties. With Terry Funk, okay, you can okay. talk about you can you can look at his matches with Sting when he made Sting in 1991 at Clash of Champions one. Mm. Go back to mm. that one. Don't even That's go to great. Yeah. Don't even go to Great American Bash in Baltimore where Sting won it. 
No, no, no. Clash of Champions 1. I love that arena, by the way. I do, too. I totally agree. <laughs> Clash of Champions 1, where it was a 45-minute Broadway, where Sting even says he was made that night mm-hmm. by Ric Flair. Start mm-hmm. there. That's where Kenny Omega's conversations are. That's how talented he is. It's fair. It's, That's it's fair. Not cliche. Yeah, it's you're not right. Cliche. You're right. You're, there's going to be guys our age that, well, we assume the, with the way he's going, who knows? But we assume like 20 years from now are going to be like, go back to Wrestle Kingdom 2018. Yep. Go back yeah. to Dominion 2018. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Okada Omega. Yeah, I I hear I hear I hear what you're saying. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a and, very and, good point. And, and not to disrespect Okada, dude. He's had these matches, and if he was in the United States, we'd be saying about him. Yeah, but true, right? True, now, true. But right now, let's look at look, look at. Omega. Well, we don't know. We don't That's know because Shinsuke Nakamura has been in the United States for a while, and we're not saying that about him anymore oh, either. So. Oh, please <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> no speak English. Uh, all right, all right. Before, yeah. before, before we get, we got, we only got a little bit of time. So before we get yeah. to, uh, I mean, before, guys, I'm bef- not trying to get in my soapbox. I'm not. I, 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 my wrestling fandom is. I, I'd like to educate as well. When when we do this podcast, Stacey, I don't think you. I know, I know, I, I dude, I know where you're going. I'm just I, trying to get the night too. <laughs> I know you're trying to get the night too. I just, I just think if the ratings on AEW. Would be better, maybe a tick, maybe more, if we saw a glimmer of New Japan Kenny Omega. All right, we got twenty minutes, so I want to get to night two. But real before... quick, real, real quick, Nakamura and Abushi. Nakamura and Abushi. Yeah. If no one ever saw it, just look that up. Find yes. it. It's probably yes. on YouTube. So just watch it. That's Come another on. one. That's yeah. another one. That is a I'll, classic I'll, wrestling match. That's a classic. Classic wrestling match. I don't. Yeah. If you listen. That is the wrestling match that I think got all of us in the New Japan. <laughs> Cause I, because because you're yeah, you're the one who got me in the New Japan, and you said th- what what got what got what got me to watch New Japan was Edwards being like, eh, all right, so we we hooked up sixteen forty blah 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 the whole thing, watching our wage this shit, and I and I actually messaged him after we did a show, and I'm like, hey, New Japan, he goes, listen, just watch Nakamura and Ibushi, and then get back to me. <laughs> and it was all downhill from there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. No, but that's what got me. So on YouTube, on real YouTube. quick, real quick before we, uh, I think I watched it on YouTube too. Uh, before we get Shit, back, my five year old's favorite wrestler, son of a bitch, will you let me get to night two? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> my son's five year old. My son's Jesus. Who, what is in your What is in your cocktail tonight, bro? For about a year and a half, he's been watching wrestling. His favorite wrestler is the fucking Rainmaker, man. Wow, I know that is true. That is true. I, I've wit- I've witnessed that first. You game. saw a All right, all right, all right, all right. So moving on, real quick before we get to night two, I have a question for both of you. When are we doing the uh, Four Horsemen show? I was gonna ask that, but you had this twenty minute thing. <laughs> you know, you've been talking about twenty minutes for the last five minutes. Well, you won't but shut the fuck up about Okada and Omega and. And, uh, you know, this, that, and the other. Because, so, when the fuck are we doing the show? Hey, Edwards, listen. I've been, I've been, I've been reading and doing some Googling. Listen, mm-hmm. the book I've been reading, and I'm almost done with it. It's not very long, but I've been taking my time with it. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. Brother, Four Horsemen by Dick Bourne. Dick Bourne. It's okay. Dick Bourne. 
Amazon. Brother, get your hands on it. All right. I'm on it. All right. Fucking love this book. The timeline, dude, the memories that I get back. I'm I'm, I'm skimming. I'm I'm flipping through pages. I'm talking to you right now. It is. Oh, I'm going to order another one because he did a book, 10 Pounds of Gold. I want my hands on that one. But I just finished this. Um, I got the Four Horsemen DVD. I did some Googling. I got jotted some notes down. Hey, man, I'm fucking excited for this show. I'm going to read this book again. I figure let's get through the holiday, you know, the fourth and whatnot. Let's the three of us get together on Skype or we can text. We got our cell phones. Whatever we got to do. Edwards, I'm, I, dude, I'm chomping at the bit for this brother. Wow. All right. All right. Oh, he lit the fuse. fuse. He lit the fuse. (laughs) You know what it is? Is is this book by Dick Bourne. Guys, it's Four Horsemen written by Dick Bourne. It's not long. I'll tell you exactly how many pages it is. Was there in my case? Dick Bourne. Who? Dick Bourne. Okay. He's a good wrestling uh, author, actually. Um, dude, it's 151 pages, and it's big print. It's not that small shit nice. that you can go blind. So <laughs> it's a quick read. But hey, I'm gonna go through it twice before we get up here. But I'm excited. It's old school stuff, mm-hmm. and I think we just you and I. You got AC doing his little producing thing. We can have a convo, <laughs> and we come across. I'm staying out of it. You know what I mean? I and just I got I got I got one more question. Turn. I got one more yeah. question. Who's, yeah, it yeah. Ran, who's it written by? Dick Bourne. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> hey, and he also wrote, he also wrote, I'm getting my hands on it next week. He also wrote 10 Pounds of Gold. And the big goal. So he does a lot of NWA, WCW stuff. All right, there we go. We got, our, we, got, yeah, we, got, we got our big tease in. Everything's written by Dick Bourne. And uh, ten pounds of gold, poor four horsemen. Well, you got no. Listen, I'm looking forward to the show. That's why I brought it up because I wanted to. We, I wanted to light a fire into you guys because uh, I'm, re- I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for you guys to do to do all the the heavy lifting, and I'll just I'll do the fun stuff behind uh, the scenes. I think. I think, and I told, I, and I sent this to AC in a text, Edwards, and he could tell you. He could. He could. He could. He could tell you the same thing. I think this could be start of something good between you and I. Ah, there you go. There you go. I like it. Mm. I'm I talking I might old know where you're going. Right. Yeah. Right. Old, old school, baby. So we could educate some of our younger guys to actually go back and use the Google machine instead of looking up some uh, porno. They could look up some good wrestling stuff. There you go. Instead of I, looking I, at I, dicks I, on porno, you could just do the Dick Bourne series. Hey, Dick Bourne. <laughs> dude, four horsemen. Written by Dick Bourne, outstanding book, 151 pages of big print, dude. So it's it's easy read, dude. I just I read it in two days. I read it in two days. All right, let's let's. And, 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 and you know what's funny about reading it in two days, though? That we're gonna kick out of this. He's never gonna stop. I, I actually had to go through some of the late nine, the late 80s, early 90s Four Horsemen stuff. Dude, I wanted to forget that even happened. Did it? Mm. Did it go Ball to Roma? Maybe. Oh yeah. Mm. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it get to like the Dean Malenko fucking? Oh yeah. You, the yeah okay. Timelines, everything. 
Nice. The beginning nice. The That's great. Sometimes that is that is really good. No, but honestly, like Mon- Mongo McMichael and those guys, like it, it. listen, it's part it's part of the history. You might as well cover it all. Yes, exactly. Yep. He yep. covers everything. But oh my god, it's just it was such a good read. I just grew, go go back and went back to my childhood. Four Horsemen is what brought me into being a wrestling fan. What gave me my love for wrestling was Ric Flair. All right. Feuds. It just it was just it was awesome. It was awesome. So I'm looking forward to this love it, love it. And I think this is this could be a start of a beautiful relationship, brother. I feel what you're <laughs> Born by dicks. Born by dicks, we have a we have a relationship. Alright, that's um Alright, enough about a little bit my way. Well that's true. Was fantastic, that's true, that's true. DM him give him your fucking your uh, direct deposit. My, my, mine, mine is still out there I'm for Vince Twitter. and Tony Khan because you keep stealing my ideas, you scumbags. Anyway, uh, uh, he, might send, he might send you. Dick. <laughs> 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 Instead of Jason Bourne, it's Dick Bourne. <laughs> the Dick Supremacy. <laughs> all right, oh, all right. Let's get into Fighter Fest Night Two predictions before night we run, two. before night we run two. out of. The the only reason why I'm pushing is because we have a time constraint on live episodes, so we'll get cut off. I know. Um, I know you are. Anyway, all right. So night two. I mean, obviously, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be an adjustment here that we don't know yet. So we're just going to go on the information we know for now. Uh, Nyla Rose versus TBD. Um, TBD. What did that surprise me? Yeah, that's a good question. Um. Rio, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, Brit could Brit come back or Statlander come back? I mean, I don't know. If they'll do Statlander again well, with her. You know, it's not. You know, it's not uh, Tessa because she's on ninety days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's throw that out right now. So not in that recent round of WWE cuts, did they get rid of any girls? Mm. No, nothing on top of my head. Words I can think of. Yeah, I can't think of any either. I mean, I know Angle is one of them, EC3, EY, they're all going to TNA. Luke and Gallows, it's been announced, they're going to go to TNA. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to, they, they also have a podcast where they supposedly have AEW talent already recorded or being recorded soon. So that should be interesting. Um, Luke and, Luke and uh, Carl have a, or Doc and Carl have a podcast yep. where they interviewed AEW talent on their podcast. So that should be interesting. That should be interesting. Um, could it be FDR? Could it be Young Bucks? Could it be Kenny? Who knows? Um, all right. So anyway, as far as as far as far Nyla Rose versus TBD, um, I, I don't necessarily think we need to pick it because we don't know who it is. So how do right. you pick a match? Um, and I don't think we have a really good – Obvious choice for who it could be. So we'll move on, and I'm just gonna say is we don't know what the order is because obviously last week we thought we did and it went out of order. So the next match that I have in the order that I'm looking at is Archer Joey Janela, and I mean I mean I think this is a clean sweep for Archer here. 
Right. I think Archer's going to dominate. I think he's going. I think he's going to kick the shit out of Sunny Kiss too. Yeah, and then and my my one caveat is I'll throw a bone is like we need a snake promo. We need a snake promo, either Please. after the match, before the match. Yeah. All right. So Talks we're all about seizure. I don't care who, somebody. Now, I find this next one kind of like a sleeper, uh, interesting. Um, Brody Lee, Stu Grayson, and uh, Will Cabana versus SEU. And obviously, I'm guessing you're going to get all SEU because it's a six-man. So you'll get get Scorpio Sky, Frankie Kazarian, (laughs) and (laughs) Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. First, Brody Lee, Stu Grayson, Cole Cabana. Um, Edward, you go first on this one. Your thoughts, uh, little quick, quick thoughts and a pick. Uh, quick thoughts. It'll probably be. Hmm, it'll be a decent match, although I'm not a boom boom fan. And I think SCU wins with Cabana turning on Brody Lee. Mm. laughing and saying, ha ha, I got you. And then off they go on their one-on-one feud for the next month. So before White House picks, do you think that's kind of like lame? Uh, I think it's very lame, yes. But you think they're going to do it, all right. Yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going. All right, White House. <laughs> I got... I got White, I White House, are you, tra- are you tracking this? I could track it, yeah. Yeah, track it. I got... I got... Uh, I got New Order with Cabana winning. Uh, it's going to continue Colts' win as uh, he lost so much. It embeds it, it, it more into Brody Lee, that Colt figure, that that Colt's buying into. And I think you're going to see a heel, Colt Cabana, for the first time, coming soon. Mm. Wow. Okay. Interesting. So I'm, I mean, just in, just sitting here listening to you guys, and this is going to sound probably ridiculous, <laughs> but I'm just going to throw it out there because I actually think it might actually be, would be cool and might work. I'm going to go with uh, Brody, Stool, and Colt winning, but not because Colt sticks with the Dark Order. I think Scorpio is going to turn and join the Dark. Really? I you shit on me a month ago when I even sniffed on a on, on Scorpion heel turn. Wow! No, wait, I shit on you for for a Scorpion heel yeah, turn. Oh, oh, yes, you did. Uh, check the archives. I know. I got to check back. Did I shit on him that hard? Oh, Edwards, please, because you were there for it. He shit all over me on that one. Oh no, you're right. You're right. I did. I said that you, you wanted. I said that you wanted to turn everybody heel. Oh, fuck yeah, that, I agree. Everybody fucking heel. I oh, did say that. Uh, you're right. I did. All right. He, he's right. I can't. You know. I got no defense. But fuck it. I'm, I was just sitting here like trying to think of something creative, and oh, that's, that's what I came one. up with. Just, that's <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. One. You know that is funny. That is, I did bust your balls hard about it. Oh, you want to turn everybody oh, heel? <laughs> Oh, you did! Oh, yeah, I did. I did. You know, you know what? You know what kind of turned me on it was, um, 
what kind of made me think of it. I, I honestly, I did not think of that conversation at all. I would be lying to you if I said it. Oh, I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I remember most of what we talk about. Of course, I know because you like to call me out on it. Um, but <laughs> wait, you got me thinking. Them putting yeah. Daniel's. That is a very fucking good one, isn't it? No, but them Wait. putting... Something from SCU turning. Them putting Daniels and Kazarian back together last week, I was like, wow, that's it pretty cool. So and I'm not saying I thought about it last week. I didn't. I'm just thinking about it here, like, when when you guys were talking about Cabana, and Edward said he he's not going to turn, I'm like, well, maybe he won't. But what if Scorpio Sky did? Because I... Because they sold that the whole time like it was going to be Daniels. So now maybe Scorpio, Scorpio Sky. Experience. I don't know if it's going to work. Here's the thing. I don't. I think. I think. Right. True. Daniels already have shot. True, but I. I. The reason I. I don't think of Frankie's because he kind of tags with both. I don't know. But here's here's the thing. I think it's. I think it's good for that night. I don't know that it's great down the road. But oh, let's—they're not really doing anything with any any. Oh yeah, um, but I like it. But I'm sticking with lame. <laughs> they're gonna do the lame. One. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I like it, but right. But what if what if you did? What if the way what, the industry's going, you could be 100 yeah. percent right. But what if you what if you did something like that, and then he was Cody's next, like Scorpio was Cody's next challenger coming from the Dark Order or something? I mean, that might yeah, be. that could be good. Actually, I, anyway, I mean, really I'm probably overthinking it, but I, I was just trying to be different. So we got Edwards has SCU winning, SCU. and then we yep. got Dark Order winning, and For then with the caveat, the different caveat. Yes. So we yep. Yep. so mark it down. Yep. All right, yep. the next match in the order, which I think this match is going to go last now that we don't have the title match, but you have uh, FTR. Dax Harwood, Cash Wheeler, yeah. with the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, versus Butcher and the Blade, and the Lucha Brothers, two-thirds of Triangulo de la Morte, Seattle Miedo, Seattle Miedo, Ray Phoenix, Pentagon Jr., um, four-on-four, I'll be honest, uh, I, th- I think that FTR and Bucks are going to lose, and that's going to cause a clash between them. Edwards, White House. What, Edwards, either one. Jump in. Yeah, I'm typing, so Edwards, if you can. Okay. I uh, will... I'm agreeing with that exactly, and it's going to be just like almost the Cabana thing, but in reverse, kind of. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they... they, I, they you know sometimes where you get like the babyface team versus the heel team? And mm-hmm. the heel team actually works better because the babyface team has the stronger feud. I think that's where we are in this. Right. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. White House? I actually agree on this one because, uh, one, I one I look at it as you got Lucha and Ray coming back. They need a win. But you also, at the same time, I think they need a win to you know, to get them back on the swing of things. Butcher and Blade could use a win, but also to segue into a how do you get FTR and a Bucks in a program, that's the perfect way is a mess up. Um, whether it's Nick or Matt messing up, 
cost an FTR pin or FTR messing up where Nick or Matt gets pinned. I think it makes more sense if FTR takes that loss because it's going to piss them off that they took a loss. Um, so I think it would be something along, along the lines of that. But all right, so we're all. My, my question of this whole match, we're, we all agree on this. All Quick. agree. Is my question is is Knox the referee of this match? Ugh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so we got an eight man tornado match. <laughs> all right. Exactly. Good good question. Good question. Um. All right. So. The only other match we know of, unless they, they they may throw another one in there, we don't know, uh, now that Moxley and Cage has moved. Fuck, I hope they do. Would be, I, I'm sure they will. They're going to give you something. Um, we got Jericho, Cass, uh, Chris Jericho, Les Champion, versus uh, Orange Cassidy, uh, and the culmination of their little feud here, which I don't, although the ratings haven't been great, I don't think it's been that bad, to be honest with you. It really um, been I think bad. it's more for the hardcore than the casual, and I think that may be yeah. the ratings issue there. Um, yeah. And may, maybe maybe people aren't buying in to Orange being on uh, Le Champion's um, level, but I mean, I'll, I'll go quickly here as we have a few minutes. Uh, sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Jericho. White House, your thoughts? I'm saying, I'll go with Jericho. You had, uh, you had uh, Hager. You had Ortiz and Satana, which we beat to a dead pulp tonight. All, both of them, three of the four lost. I don't see all four members in two weeks losing. I, I don't. That simple logic is I'm looking at. So I got Jericho. There you go. Hollywood. I got Jericho winning, and Orange Cassidy actually wrestles the entire time. Wow. There you go. He's, he's, yep. It's not going to take him long to get into it. Right. No, no broken glasses. No, uh, no uh, egging him on to get him into that. Well, so, so, so the only way I see a winner out of this because week one we got a tie. We are both four and one because all five matches AC and I agreed on. The only match in night two that we differ on. Well, AC and I were all were both the same. It's Edwards. With SCU, all right. That's the only differ. Interesting. The so there's not there's not a really lot of head to head. Not that not not that I think predictability is a bad thing if everything's no, it's if, not. because I think there's there's that we the, we broke down little dynamics, little things that can happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then assuming we get the uh, confirmation that we do have a title match the following week, we'll pick it. Uh, Edwards, do we have you next week for a uh, review? Uh, yeah, if you want me, I'll be here. All right, cool. So we'll bring it back. We'll do it live again right after Fighter Fest Night 2. I think it was cool doing it live. Shout out to uh, Conda and Dee Smitty for coming through and listening for a little bit and uh, engaging a little. That was great. Uh, maybe we maybe 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 we can get them. Um, maybe we can get them. Maybe we can get them to call one or two of them to call in next week. That would be fun uh, and break it down with us. But uh, happy Fourth of July! Let's celebrate America. Yes. Blading yes. for Truth. Fourth, fellas. For Blading for Truth. For Mr. White House. I'm Daddy Cool AC. White House, hit him with it. Nighty night. Nighty night.
Good night, everybody.